podcast of the damned. Hello, I'm Damon. Hey everybody, it's Ed. And I'm Audra. And we are Podcast of the Damned. Uh, it is another month. Uh, first month of fall, my favorite time of year. Yep. I really, that's my favorite time of year. I, everyone likes summer and great, but this <laughs> is like not quite sweater weather, not quite, you know, coat weather, but you need a jacket or jeans instead At of night. shorts. Yeah. During the but, day, you're comfy. Uh, oh, I'm, yeah, it's a, I'm not hot. I'm not cold. Yeah. But, you know, I put my robe on at night. <laughs> at the risk of sounding like a, you know, you know, 20-year-old white woman, I just love the changing of the colors of the leaves. It's my favorite time of year. And I you just, love the pumpkin spice. Well, <laughs> I, I, I really know, don't. I, I really know don't. you don't. I know you I, don't. I, I'll so try it, but I could do without it. They, they're, they're overdoing it a bit. Well, it's just like remember when I when I told you about on Kauai, that was one of the only things I really missed is that the there fall, there was no fall. There's no yeah. I was like, you know what? People like I people said they never got used to, you know, Christmas in the islands because it was you know seventy five and raining sideways. And you're wearing shorts. And you're wearing shorts, you know, and you know it's just not the same. But I'm like, I don't miss the goddamn winter at all. But I miss the fall. Fall is great. Because fall there is just like the deep south in summer. Plus you have Halloween in the fall. Yeah. Which is my favorite Which is holiday. my favorite time of year. Yeah. Favorite I don't holiday. like summer. I'm not a, I don't like I love either. summer. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, it's like I love July to October. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the cold better just because I feel like I can deal with it better. And I grew up in Florida, so I think I'm just tired of the shit. Yeah, tired of the ninth circle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I grew up in Boise. It's a different kind, but yeah. it was like a hundred... I would be out at nine o'clock, or at, or at six o'clock in the morning, moving irrigation sprinkler pipe as a side job, okay, in the summer. That sounds terrible. It was, but three fifty an hour back then was like money, and it was under the table working for the senator. Um, but I'd be out there at like six o'clock in the morning moving, you know, the big wheeled irrigation pipe and it'd already be 96 degrees. And it was, it was a different because you're from Florida. It was humid. Uh-huh. I was in the high desert. So it was dry heat. So you were just having all that. You were being desiccated. It, you know. Soaked. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway. Well, anyway, <laughs> I love the fall. Uh, um. Well, I guess we'll just get right down to business. Yeah. What have you all been watching? We'll start with uh, you, Ed. Well, uh, yesterday, for us, the day we're doing this was Friday the 13th. Yes. So I watched Jason Lives. Ah. The one where he comes back the first time as a zombie. Yeah. Basically, that's what it is. Or a deadite, if they wanted to. Yeah, more like a deadite. Yeah, that's what they wanted to do, and Jason dies. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the last ones. That they, were, they had a deleted scene where they showed the Necronomicon or something. So yeah. they applied that Jason's actually a deadite. But That's because the Necronomicon is copywritten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I watched that because that's the first one I saw as a kid was that one. Jason was, Lives? Yeah. I, I love it because it was so his fault. 
He went there. Oh, Tommy? Yeah. yeah. If he just left well enough alone, he'd be alive, and a lot of other people would be alive. A lot of other people. He'd still be buried. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I just want to make sure he's dead and stick a... But it's kind of hokey. You know, he it was throws, a hokey throws reason. a metal rod through him, and then it gets struck by lightning, and he just jumps out of the fucking... It was a Frankenstein yeah. <laughs> monster kind of thing. So, it's... but... Go ahead, sorry. That's what I've been checking out on horror. Mm. I watched it last yesterday a little, or the whole thing, and I like it. You know what I like? It's very unpopular, but I like it, is Jason Goes to Hell. Because Jason isn't in it very much. No, he isn't. But there's a one scene where... Uh, raccoons. Oh, okay. So we're outside. <laughs> we are cute. Oh, I'm sorry, we're on I my back raccoons. porch. We're talking they're about the so fall, cute. but it's a warm, warm September night. Well, semi-warm. Um, and I wanted, moon was last night. Yeah, and I wanted to smoke a cigar, so we're out in the back deck. It's a nice hang, though, right? We guys? may or, yeah, it is. No, it's very. Your hard. death looks beautiful. You guys worked very hard on this. Yeah, it was fucking so. murder. We our marriage almost didn't survive it. I <laughs> <laughs> was fighting about decisions every day. It looks lovely. <laughs> and we're not even done. We got to put the roof on in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but um, yeah, he only he's in it towards the very end. I don't like the that one be- that much. I know a lot of people don't, but I like how different it is. And the director of that movie, at the time he was 21, and a diehard Friday the 13th fan. 21? Yeah, I forget the guy's name, I'll look him up. But he was 21 years old, and he was a fan of the, sh- you know, it was basically the studio allowed a fan to make a fan film, and it was Jason Goes to Hell. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. But it just Jason's not in it, and it, it got once, crazy. Man. It got crazy. Well, remember in the fight when Jean Grey, Jean Grey, What's her name? She she played... Uh, what's her real name? She played Wonder Woman, the original. Oh. Linda Carter? Linda Carter, yeah. yeah. Carter. Because she dies and it goes into I love into Linda cooch, Carter. And he just explodes out of the ground. Oh, yeah. I was like, he was just reborn. I was like, that was kind of clever, the way they did that. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like it. It has been a long time since I've watched it, but I remember, I remember that one guy, the... Mortinary guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mort- the, Mortician. Mortician ate the heart. I mean, I saw that in the theater. I remember uh, when that happened, because that was still the credit sequence. Yeah. And I remember going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then the beginning where the cops set him up, you know, they sent a final girl to go in there. Oh, I gotta take a shower. Yeah, it was just looked like your cliche, your cliche uh, movie, then you find out that the government was waiting for him, and mm-hmm. it was a setup. Yeah, Jason... Because you would think that cops would finally jump in, because even after Jason lives, like, he kills two cops, uh-huh. and then they just throw him in a lake and forget about him. But in real life, police would have gone in there, uncovered his There'd be his some body. dude that's, like, still working on it as a cold case, even though he's retired. Yeah, there'd be something. Yeah, yeah but so... that's what I've been watching. Good well, old Jason. Yeah, Adam, uh, his name was Adam, um... 21. Yeah, Adam Adam Marcus, 21 years old. I did. thought Brian Singer was very young yeah. for X-Men. Yeah. You hear, there's one funny story about that. Brian Singer, uh, commentary for the first one, he's talking about the scene where Magneto is introduced, and he's like, all the guns pointing at everybody, all the cops, you know? He's like, oh, yeah, and he cops him. He's like, I'm walking out of here yeah. type of speech. And uh, when they were in between takes, one of the guys that's dressed up as a cop was an actual cop and he also did security off the off you know when when they called cut yeah and he didn't know that Singer was a director because at the time Singer was like 25, 27 and he, he even now he looks like a kid he yeah. looks young 
And, and he likes uh, him young. And he likes him young. Fucking creep. Anyway, uh, uh, the cop was like, hey, kid, get out of here. He's like, but I, I said, I don't want to hear it. Get out of here. I'm the director and of that writes, movie. <laughs> I'm your boss. I'm, 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 I'm the reason you're here. <laughs> okay, so what else have you been watching? Then? Uh, that's pretty much it. Except what we're going to be talking about. All I, month? Just two movies? Well, we've been, I got four movies I got to talk about. Oh, well, what, well. He's also got a toddler. Yeah. Uh, me too. Oh, she's not. A she's not. Yeah, what you're talking about. Oh, no. You got you a child to... that's independent and very yeah. articulate. Dad, I'm up. And All right, extremely, I'm still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> extremely, extremely capable. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Amelie is still. I mean, I've been watching The Good Place. I've been watching New Girl, but I don't All know right. if everybody wants to hear right. about no, that. No, I don't want to hear about that shit. I love The Good Place. Which one? The Good Place. I like it too. I hear it's home. popular. It's, it's adorable. It's good. I haven't it's, watched it. It's yet. light and goofy. Yeah. It's I like, it's slapstick. I like the actress. I forget her name. Justine I've seen her Bell. In other stuff. Yeah, I've seen her She's other stuff. Anna on Frozen. That's who she is? Yeah. That's Anna. why she sounds familiar. I didn't realize that. No, I like she's a cute she's a cutie person, Bell. Yeah, she is. Um but she yeah, is. that's it, horror wise. And thank you for having my back on that. <laughs> it's <Hey>. cute. <laughs> It's is it is it thought provoking cerebral mind candy? No, but it's funny little light. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we, this is a monthly podcast. Ted so Danson's, go Danson's hilarious. I, I I'm not I'm not shaming you for Stop your shaming me, Damon. for the show for the show you like. I just thought you'd be more. It was thirty days. No, like like with a kid, it's like either nap time, which ninety nine percent of the time I have to take a nap with her to be healthy yeah because you work graveyard yeah, yeah so i have to deal with that and so and i do let her watch a little horror it gets too crazy because jason's cheesy she knows it's fake yeah you know it's like she's this is watching the, that just little scenes i, wow, I, I, I can't I, believe she i can't get it so the minute the music would turn yeah. i was like i'm out of here no, I'm <laughs> watching, like she's like that scene where jason kills one guy by squeezing his head in mm-hmm. yeah amelie's like oh all right Shit. She's what, three? Yeah, four. 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 She, I tell her it's fake. You know, <laughs> good, a, good honor. Here's man. what Jason looks so, like without the mask. Yeah. You know, so when I, I wish four, I could have that conversation with Elise. So when no I way. was four, my parents watched me, <laughs> made me watch it. the news, and they arrested John Wayne Gacy about that time. Uh huh. And so um, at my birthday, at f- my four, fourth to fifth birthday, my fifth birthday, I refused to let my anybody in my family sing happy birthday because I associated it with, with clowns. I didn't <laughs> quite understand. I didn't quite understand the full ramifications of John Wayne Gacy, but I knew he was a bad fucking man. Okay, <laughs> and so I made my my whole family sing. I gave them little plastic horses, and I had just a, remember those little plastic horses you got in a bag that were like white and black, and those that's what they were, mm-hmm. just like little bags of army men. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah. I used to little get, bags you, of cowboys you, and Indians. You get like a bag of fifty or hundred. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like so I had bucks. those, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm four, almost. Uh-huh. I'm turning five. I gave each member of the family one a black horse or a white horse. I made them. They wanted to sing happy birthday, and they I, they wouldn't shut up about it. And I just associate it with clowns, so I made them sing White Horse, Black Horse to you. And they've never let me forget it. And I'm like, who owned the fucking room? You made... And it was later as an adult that I realized John Wayne Gacy, oh my fucking God, this is why. Yeah. So be That's... careful. Because she's pretty brave. I mean, she remember that uh, fan made movie, if you guys haven't seen it, who's listening? Uh, uh, Jason, Jason versus, versus Michael. Michael. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fan film, but for a fan film, it's good. But she's, yeah. She watched the fight scene a bit of oh, Jason yeah. and Michael going at it with each other. Now, are you a big 
Uh, this is not horror, but are you a big Star Trek fan at all? Nah. Oh. I respect Blasphemy! Them, I know. But I, I just I, don't... Because they're exploring... I mean, I'm not even a Star Wars fan either, so yeah, I'm not going to take favorites. Oh, my I know, heart! I know. He broke my, my heart. heart. He broke my heart with that. Like, <laughs> I thought we could be closer friends until he told me that the first time. I was like, there's a wall Have now. You even there's watched, a wall. <laughs> Have you <laughs> even watched Firefly? Yeah, I love Firefly. But you the, don't love Star Wars. He doesn't love what it's inspired by. I mean, Goddamn. Firefly is essentially like the alternate He's universe Han of Han Solo. He's Han Solo. He's Han Solo before the Rebellion. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Especially, you know, it's not just a movie Solo, but in the books, they also said Solo was a... He used to be a stormtrooper. Well, you want you start out as a stormtrooper because he right. wanted to be a pilot. That is tr- from the I, books. So right. I think there's an age. But then he got into smuggling, those. and yeah. there's no, and you know he's notorious as a smuggler. But well, you the, know. The, I, I always like to shit on that because he's so I much younger than us. Uh, well, you how old are you? Uh, I'd be thirty-five in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're. You guys. I like him about that age. Did you guys were old enough to? See the originals in theaters. No, no. I was six uh, the originals years old when the original came out of Star Wars. No, 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 no. He's talking about Star Trek in the theater. Oh, oh no, no. I'm talking about Star Wars. I oh no, I I was too young. I didn't see it until it was on TV. I saw Empire, which came out in eighty. My, my I saw parents that in the took theater. me to the theater to see Star Wars when I was six years old in 1977. My mother said. There was such a mob at the one little theater in Boise, because Boise was, like, tiny at the time. Yeah. The one little theater was such a mob of, as she called it, pig farm and hillbillies, that my father put me on his shoulders because they were worried I would get, like, smothered. Yeah. Okay. When Empire Strikes Back came out, I, um, at the theater, my mom, it was my mom, my sister, uh, Andrea, my Uncle Paul... Um, who had, he he had just got back into town. He'd been gone for a while, so everyone was you know we're all well, something he wanted to do was go to this Empire Strikes Back, and and my grandmother and my two of my cousins we were all gonna go see Empire. Yeah, we get to the theater, the line goes. This is back, you know. This would never happen today because of multiplexes the oh. way they are now. Right, and and especially here in Portland, there's and literally it's never happened before then. Have it? No, not no, since not since uh, Jaws. Okay. Jaws is the first blockbuster. But the line went around the building, through the parking lot, up until like where you cross the street, and then there's, you know, right up into the curb, and then across the street, a line of about 15 to 20 people waiting. So the line went around the building, through the parking lot, and across the street, Ugh. where you had to wait till it says walk to get into the other line. And I when, think. That- and we got there, and he was like, Fuck that. <laughs> I would have been the same way. So we went to the movie that was playing next to it, the next theater or the next room over. Yeah. It was a double feature, Snow White and uh-huh. The Black Hole, which oh. was far fucking crazy. Because if you think about The Black Hole, that was in a weird time when They're Disney was Disney. putting out... The Black Hole is a terrible movie. I tried to watch not, it again. It's it, awful. It, well, take away... If, it was their version. They were trying to do... Star Wars, you know, right. everyone after Empire came out, everyone's like, "We got to make our version of yeah, this." Typical producers. Yeah, so Black Hole was like, a, you know, it's not. It has some charm to it from nostalgia, but the movie ends with the villain putting him, inserting, downloading himself into this computer, this robot, and then they end up getting to the Black Hole, which is Dante's Inferno. Right. A, it was a very cerebral. It movie. was fucking crazy. I remember like 
Are they in hell? I remember thinking that. But, but it's 1980. That was on the cusp of the, the rapey, s- culty 70s, 80s. But my uh, this whole thing, and my point, I guess, I never stemmed from there you was... not being into those things. But we okay, were at well, an age where well, when, when there I... was four channels. And, and Yeah, and you waited two years for this movie to come <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, so like, I, I okay, get here's, it. Cause here's you... my empire story. Okay, I'm nine. All right. My mother didn't. My mother um, had the forethought after seeing the first movie to realize we were going to have the same kind of thing as he's mentioning. Uh-huh. So my mom said, fuck that. We're going to wait a couple weeks. Okay? Yeah. So here I have had to wait a couple weeks while all my friends... Now, I'm playing Star Wars with the boys in the field. Mm-hmm. My friend JC and I are the only two girls in the whole school playing in the field with the boys on recess. We're playing Star Wars. Okay? With the boys. Now, all these boys have seen the movie, and they're, like, trying to be kind and not tell us, but, of course, they're slipping all kinds of shit, right? (laughs) So here I've waited, like, two or three weeks to see this fucking movie as a nine-year-old. Yeah. And I'm a nerd when it was not okay for girls to be nerds, all right? Uh Uh-huh. My mom and my dad's boss's wife, my mom, my dad was, like, corporate guy, so he wanted my mom to be corporate wife, so... His boss's wife and her would hang out, and even though they were completely divergent people. Um, and they had a daughter who was just a year older than me, who wasn't really into Star Wars. She was kind of Nellie Olson from Little House on the Prairie, a little kind of a bitch. Um, and uh, so we all get to the theater, and we do a matinee, and it's actually, it's full, but it's not like a line, mm-hmm. right? So we get there, and Sharon, the boss's wife, gets a phone call that their older daughter, who was just barely 16, had been in a car wreck, and she had to, and she had to leave, right? Uh-huh. We're like, they just left Hoth, okay, is yeah. where we're at. And my mom's like, well, we gotta go. And I'm like, well, Melissa ain't my sister. What the fuck we do? Dude, right? <laughs> Come pick me up. Get on. Right? And I'm like, I remember my mother dragging me out of the theater, and I wasn't screaming or throwing a... I was throwing a, a silent tantrum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I you know what I mean? I, I wasn't that. like making a huge scene because I didn't fucking dare. But I was like, once we got to the car, I was a whiny little fucking bitch. <laughs> and, you know, my mom's like, <laughs> my you don't understand. I know you want to see this movie. We'll go see it again. We'll go see it again on Friday. You know, they gave us tickets. They they literally gave us tickets. Oh, yeah, they Be- used to do. They, like, some they, place still do it that, was so. like a literal, like, her daughter got in a, it was a bad car accident. Yeah. It wasn't like she was mortally wounded, but she's 16, and she's been in a bad car accident, and her face might be scratched, you know. And this is high maka maka, you know, yuppie, early, right. you know, 1980. Oh, God, we are way off track here. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> so we are. So let's, let's get back on track. Um, uh, what have you been watching? Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Now that I am like have my own space and I can watch whatever I want uninterrupted uh-huh. without having to share the television privileges. Usually my roommates wanted to watch mostly what I wanted to watch, but I had one roommate who was just into murder porn. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, it's, it's well, no, it's more like uh Forensic Files. Oh, okay. Well, no, it wasn't even just the Forensic Files. It was <laughs> Forensic Files I'm down with because that's but, science. Uh, that kind of shit. Like, it was into Probably Wives with Knives and all uh, of it. All of it. Couples Who Kill, like, all of it. South Park did an episode on murder porn. And, yeah, it's totally like that. Um, I think it was their last episode of last season. Um, but anyway, so... Um, 
Let's see. I've gotten through Carnival Row, Dark Crystal, the new version. Oh, which I watched was, a couple of that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Still got to watch it. No, I had a client of mine who's in his, I think he's 37. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't like it. Because I was like, why are you doing the puppetry? That's just limiting. And I'm like, are you fucking getting That's me? That's kind of the fucking point. point. It's, it's, an art kept, it's, it's an art form. form. It and he's a, game, he's a game developer and, you know. Everything and, doesn't have to be CGI. It looks terrible. Which and now, I even good CGI. They well, added that? CGI to it. Well, yeah, I understand. Just but, a little bit. But, but CGI it. is best used when it's... It's like makeup. When, it, when, it, when it's blended with practical. It's like makeup. Yeah. I mean, there's some oh, yeah, CGI that there's some CGI that's beautiful and looks great. And then there's, but there's a still King. something to <laughs> s- oh, that's early days. But there's still right. something to be said for when it's physically in front of you. There's still they still haven't been able to well, change these, that. These it still looks like a CGI yeah, image. These puppets are not light. Like the Skeksis puppets weigh like 35, 40 yeah, pounds. I read about that. The no, actor. oh, you should watch that. Wait till you're done. There's yeah. a making of that's a good hour long. Yeah, that's really in depth. They started with Labyrinth and ended up doing Dark Crystal. Man, okay. Labyrinth, that was a... Well, I think I it was... I always that movie. Well, she liked it, but it scared David her. Bowie, right? I saw that at uh, Lorehurst. Yeah. yeah. I think David Bowie piece. died, and yeah. that's why they went Dark Crystal, because they're like, oh, shit, now what are we going to do? We... Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, you don't want to recast that. You can't. These puppeteers are working above their heads for hours. Arm strength. I bet uh, oh, yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> Elmo guy... Is yeah. in that show too. Yeah, does the voice of and Elmo. and some of them are women my age. Okay, because they've been Ancient. doing it that long. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I ain't no spring chicken, but I ain't, I ain't out to pasture yet. No, you don't want to put a bullet in me. <laughs> Trust me, I got her a lot legs of... broken. We're gonna have to shoot her. <laughs> Sorry, Audra. There's there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that don't move as fast as they used to, but you know. But in any case, um, the artistry. I mean, yeah, they use like CGI to make them blink and to like create backdrops, right? You know, and and take out the sticks. And it's beautiful. Like I yeah. never really actually sat down and watched the original movie. Oh, it's pretty good. But and it's actually a social commentary. Yeah, okay. it's pretty hardcore. I, when I first showed it to Eloise, like when she was when she was five. What was that? Yeah, I popped my back. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So quick. Um, I forgot there's like two murders in the very first and very beginning. Right away, the bird, the the the, it's the, dark. the the vulture guys, they're like vying the, the Skeksis. The, the guy dies, and then immediately after he dies, they're like, "Who's gonna take over?" And there's this big fight, and he yeah. lops this guy's head. I'm like, "Man, it's the first five minutes," and then she was like freaked out, so I had to wait, you know, till she was like seven. Did you see she... the cast for that show? It's mm-hmm. like everybody. Simon Pegg was one of the writers. He also played the Chamberlain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's him. That's him. Elvis loves it. Mm. That's that's Simon Pegg in the new one. It was Frank Oz in the original. Yeah. Okay. Like Cersei Lannister's in it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Tons of actors doing the uh, the the actor the act the voice actor. Deborah Henney or Laura Henney or something like that. That's what I mean. They're not doing the puppet because when they do the credits, I know it's on a show. It's the actor. Yeah, they're the voice actors and then the puppeteer. Yeah. And in any ways, I was... The first episode was really... I was like, are they saccharizing it? Because it was a lot of character setup, and it was very... He Gelfling like Yeah, but right? they have four episodes. Right. Is it four episodes or it six? It was six. And they're like 45 and, minutes But it was each. by the yeah. second episode. The first episode, I was like, oh... Mm. They're just laying track. 
Right, and then I was like, okay, and I, I always try with the first episode of anything, because I realize there's going to be a huge amount of expository character development. Yeah. There just has to be, because you have to set up who these people are. I'm a writer, I get it. So I always try to be like, okay, we'll see the, and it's usually by like the, the third episode, I'll decide whether I'm going to keep doing it or not mm. like season what was it season two of iron fist i was like oh fuck trying season so, two you made it i i made no i, I made know, it I to episode two i made it to episode two uh-huh. praying that they had listened to the fans and that they had gotten better writers they tried like, they made it a little better but it's no garbage. it was not a little better uh, it was a little better it was my I, brother I mean, told me about the gun thing that he made two guns <sighs> with his powers and but shot you're him. just telling me you made you made it through it no but I, I made, made it, it through, I, got, I got four episodes in. Oh, I didn't even I, finish the first I, I, but I don't no, think the, I got some of the, the Some of the cinematography was a little better, and they did listen to the fact that it moved faster. I mean, the first one, I've it said was, this before in other podcasts, but fuck Iron Fist, they all suck. The, uh, how is it that Iron Fist and Daredevil are working together and Daredevil's the better fighter? You know what I mean? Right. And, and the, in yeah. season one of Iron Fist, he barely won any of his fights. In the he comics, dragon. In the comics, he's right. the best. Well, he's supposed to be. It is effortless for him. But right. every fight in the they show... They have that angsty bullshit. But it's bullshit. The, the, his girlfriend was a better fighter than he was. Yep. I like He her. beat a dragon at this point by the time the show started. I tried yeah. because Sigourney Weaver signed on again. I'm like, okay. But Sigourney she Weaver needed, she needed, she needed another addition to the house. But in any case, um, what else? Was, I also watched. It was garbage. I also watched season shows. two of Mindhunter. That was Ooh, great. I loved that it. Was, that was very good. Very Every good. Every actor that played a serial killer nailed Nails it. it. Oh, yeah. That guy, that actor that plays Kemper, oh, he really my. is 6'9. Th- Nails no, he's 6'5". Oh, is he 6'5"? Yeah, oh, and the guy, the guy that plays... <laughs> I realize that, that there is makeup and prosthetics involved. It but the like, guy that played Berkowitz... Yeah, yeah. Like, they really... Okay, uh, yeah, and the, 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 the makeup effects... Fucking kudos to that group. Is that Son of and, Sam guy? Yes. Yeah, he did look really good. And then... Uh, no, it wasn't Son of Sam. Berkowitz yes, was... Yes, Berkowitz B- is Son of Sam. I thought it was BTK. No, BTK is the they, guy with the mustache. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Until no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. BTK is who they're going to... Yeah, you're right, you're right. And try to be working on... Okay, BTK is like his... his reti- I'm retired and I can't give it up. Anyway. Well, oh. it, it, this one is his beginnings because yeah. I read about him and, like, the whole thing he's masturbating with the women's clothes. and the, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That was all in the book. I mean, it was like, holy dude, shit, they're dude, doing it. I read, okay, it's I so, read the so original book, Mindhunter, written by the guy that, that Holden Hold, Hold, Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read Mindhunter in the 90s, okay? Damon can attest to you that I am a creepy fucking weirdo mm-hmm. about serial killers. You want to talk? Yeah. Talk like, about, he is about horror. I don't have favorites, though. I said, she actually used the word favorite. No favorite well, serial killer. Charlie Manson. He's not, I don't have favorites. I have some that are interesting to hear or crazy stories. Okay, it's not that I, I love him or that I respect murderer. him. <laughs> I have no respect for the man. I don't yeah. idolize him in any way. Mm. What I find him is he's... Charismatic. He's five three. Yeah, they made the okay. strong point of that on the show. I didn't. Well, know and that. the fact is, is like the actor who played him got his mannerisms right. Like fucking nailed it. Hey, okay. you. Have uh, you, you guys seen? Um, I know you're gonna say. Once upon a time, and they did talk say. about his size <laughs> and that too. Not oh, yet. You didn't know this? That's the same actor. 
Oh, is he really? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. he's got him nailed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, so, okay. that's what you're gonna say. I've been yeah, following. I didn't realize it was the same actor. I've been they, following Charlie since high school. Uh huh. Okay. It's it it's a uh, what's the difference between them and me? Okay, it's purely a psychological human behavioral thing because the man is batshit crazy. But how much of that is an act, and how much of that is attention whore? How much of that is narcissism? How much of that is what is do you, dog do and pony show? What do you think of that scene where he has Holt, 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 and Holt Ford for his glasses? Yeah. yeah. So and then later on, totally what he would do. Okay. Okay, and and speaking like it was like I know it was a sign of the times. Uh-huh. And I working in um, a field that I have for so almost twenty years. Of everyone thinks that they're the great, they're Benny Hinn, meets Jesus, meets Buddha. Uh-huh. Like I'm a Reiki master, oh, I'm a great healer, and I'm like, you know, we're all in this field to do this, as in the massage energy work. Okay, so I've met some people who are very charismatic that I've been like, who the f-? they think that like they think that they are just so this amazing, and that they can get people, a lot of them insecure women. Yeah. and insecure men to idolize and worship them and then when you add in the huge amounts of LSD and, and or whatever else they were doing I'm not going to count marijuana because really yeah. the marijuana they had in, back then was yeah, I heard dirt it was, weed yeah it wasn't that strong <laughs> cult leader that lady on Kimmy Schmidt if you guys have watched, there's a, one of the cult leader girls loves being a cult follower <laughs> jumps in any cult she can. Yeah, <laughs> she, she knows now, it too. And it is a cult. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I understand the psychology, but I don't. It, it, it's about it's about figuring out like he got these people to do these things, and it's who they were and how did he pick them out. This was not just in his brain consciously. This was a spiritual thing too. Mm-hmm. So that is why he's my favorite because he crosses the line. He's like. The broken shaman, evil shaman. Okay, so okay. the wow. next thing it's I watched. Fucking batshit. Next thing. The, the next thing I watched was a documentary because now I have the Fire Stick and I have all these channels available to me. And on Tubi is a documentary of the um, o- obligatory retired detective. Okay, the guy's mm-hmm. in his sixties now. Pushing 70, um, was actually a California, L.A. detect uh, police officer, beat cop during the Manson era, mm-hmm. okay? He is tracking down and pinning up to 35 other suspicious murders that took place at the time that are connected to the family. That, and how it started was... This 19-year-old girl was found stabbed 150 times in the neck. Jesus. Okay. Almost decapitated. Almost decapitated. Within a couple of miles hike from the farm, from the ranch. You think, I mean, I have no idea. You you think Manson might be bragging about all those girls? No. It's a game to him. Okay. And yeah, the thing he never killed anybody. That's the thing. That's that's what I What he keeps saying. Now, they play tapes... Recordings, audio recordings, cassette tapes of him because apparently there's this psych nurse who's kind of, dude, if I showed you a picture of this psych nurse, mm-hmm. you've seen him at Oricon. Oh, really? Oh, God. He's like googly eyes, like long hair, kind of doofy, 
tall, big, like six foot three white guy, corn fed kind of uh-huh. fat beard. You know, he's got some dice in his in his drawer. You yeah. know, <laughs> six sided. I'm like, and he's creepy. Guy. He's fucking creepy looking, and he's kind of. It's like 50% of the people there. Right? (laughs) Okay, so he had had befriended Manson. Um, And I'm like, what the fuck? You're a psych nurse. And, you know, anyway, um, so he got these recordings of having conversations with Manson. And Manson was like, yeah, I, I got the big joke to Manson. It's a fucking joke. It was a joke to him that he got busted for murders he did not commit because he actually orchestrated them. And hey, man, direct quote, hey, man, I just laid out a plan and I talked shit. I was just talking rhetorical like, and they went and did it. I don't believe it either. Yeah. Okay, but the thing is, is if I flat out got you guys both fucking high on shrooms and LSD and I told you to go, like, murder some people for me, guaranteed you're not going to do it. I'll just trip it. You're going to have to go home, Audrey. <laughs> this isn't funny I'll anymore. talk to you later. Right. You're going to be like, let's call you an Uber, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. But it was it was interesting because because of this 19-year-old girl that got killed, which, by the way, was an unsolved murder until 2017 wow. when they pulled up and did DNA testing and found out who this girl was and then did all the backtracking and found out that she new people who in were that in that family. So it was just really fascinating. And see, this is what I find is horror. Oh, that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's horror to me. Well, that's also horror. Yeah. What else have you got, lady? Mm, I have wa- I watched the Dresden Files again. Oh, the Dresden. You heard you talking about it. I don't think I've ever watched that show. It's based on a series of novels that came out in the 90s. Um which are ridiculously fucking expensive when I look them up going, I might like to read these. I'm like, fuck, $100 for 12, 12 books. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and that's the only, pretty much the only way you can buy them. Um, even the, like, if you buy them individually, there's like, a, like three of them you can buy at like $15 Kindle. Um, uh, this is kind of off track, but uh, you would, um, the writer of uh, Bridesmaid, Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, two different movies. Yeah. Margaret, Margaret Atwood. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't remember her name. Uh, she's releasing <coughs> next week uh, the sequel to that, 35 years later. It's called The Testament. So we'll see if it's any good. I think she felt she's had such a resurgence. I did finish, I did finish that as well. I have not, so don't tell me. Okay, I won't. I know there's going to be another season. There has to be. But uh, I haven't finished it. Anything else, lady? Well, I finished the book, and the book and the show are... Let's just say the show is like an expansion of the book in ways that couldn't be presented in the book the way she wrote it. Right. Because the book is written as a journal. Yeah, and it's a little harder. Yeah. A little oh, harsher. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, if, if that's hard to believe. And it's... Because the show it, isn't fucking a It a pretty much either. encompasses season one. Yeah. Okay. Um... For me, I got quite a bit because I was uh, last two weeks I've been on vacation, yeah. staycation. So I just been catching up on shows, watching movies, hanging out of my movies, house. Oh, we watched Brightburn. Yeah, I'd watch Brightburn. I still have to watch that. 
You like good. it, dude. You like it. I had seen it before, but Audrey hasn't I already kind of know the ending, but it's predictable. There's only, like, really for a movie like that, three endings. Yeah, and you know Garth. the Superman analog, so yeah. it's pretty much that trajectory, and then he just turns into Bizarro yeah. pretty much. Um, but um, I think the one of the first things I watched was Ready or Not. It's still in theaters. Um, oh yeah, that chick from uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, what's her name? Um, and Babysitter, the Babysitter. Samara Weaving. Yeah, I liked her in the Babysitter. Yeah. She's playing one of the daughters of Bill and Ted. Really? I'm positive that's her. Okay. She's playing Alex's Winters. Do you know, do you know the premise of this? No. So Okay, well, I'll, in a nutshell, slight spoilers, but um, in a nutshell, uh, this woman... Her husband or her husband-to-be is part of this affluent, uh, old-money family. Like, mm-hmm. They're worth billions. And um, uh, she's, you know, she's meeting his family for the first time because they don't like outsiders too much. And, but, you know, he's marrying her and they get married at the, on, their, on their property and stay the night. There's like a whole weekend... With the, with the new family type of thing, getting to meet you and welcome to the family type thing. As a part of like a hazing ceremony, after the wedding, they have to pick from this deck of cards. And it's a, and it's because they're, they're, they're like Parker Brothers. They're responsible for games that everybody plays. And they've been around for 100 years. So it's like, well, you know, you're in the welcome to the family, pick a card, and it'll be one of our games that we'll play. And we'll play it till till the sun comes up, and then, then you're a part of the family. It's just a tradition we have. And she pulls a card, at hide and seek. Mm-hmm. So they tell her, okay, well you hide somewhere in the, in the house, and it's a mansion. Hide somewhere in this mansion, and uh, we'll come find you. And then you know, you see a couple people accidentally get killed, and they're like, where the fuck is this bitch? Then That's hilarity ensues. It's it's pretty so much. So it's a dark comedy. Oh, it's not a dark comedy, but there's some comedy in it. Is it Bloomhouse? It's Bloomhouse. Bloom I think it's Bloomhouse. It is. Um, um, I don't know the production company yet, but um, I'll look. It it was a lot of fun. It was basically they they have to kill so many people that get married into the family as a sacrifice because they've made a pact with a demon. And that's how, you know, and if they don't do this before the sun comes up, after he gets married, has it be in the same day, uh, he starts reneging on their contract. So it's... it's so there is some supernatural? Yeah, uh, it is. Okay. It, I, I kind of ruined it because right. it doesn't let you know. It, it doesn't go supernatural until about late in the second act when you realize, oh, this is, this is happening. This isn't just... Well, the trailer made it right away, like... This is hardcore. Yeah, sorry, but it, it was fun. It was okay. fun. I liked it. You will like it. Okay. You know what? If you liked, um, what's that one where we watched and uh, they're in the office building, and gets locked down, they have to kill each other. Oh, the Belko experiment. It's kind of like the Belko. Experiment. I like the Belko. It's experiment. you know how it's not. You wouldn't call it a comedy, but there's definitely some funny parts in yeah. it. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, some of the trailers' death scenes were like. 
like just a gun automatically going off and killing yeah. their friend. It's like, oh, oh fuck, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> he was gonna help me get out of here. <laughs> so it was like, um, it's like that. It's comedy. I, I, it's a fun watch because death yeah. would happen like that in yeah. real life, especially when you come clumsy... just willy nilly. Yeah, know? that's kind of like I like Black Summer. Did you watch that Mm-mm. series a while back? It's a zombie series on you Netflix. You told me about it, but I haven't watched it yet. Dude, do yourself a favor. There's a lot of zombie fucking shows. I know, but it even Audra was Audra and I before it came out, we had a conversation about how we the zombie genres just kind of fucked out. Yeah. Kind of it, okay, let me put it this way: in 2006, when he took me to see Dawn of the Dead in the theater in the yeah. remake. Yeah. Okay, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can make it through this. Like zombies freak me the fuck out. Now I'm like rooting for the goddamn zombies. I mean, Train to Busan was Dude, an exception to the rule. That was a good. And Black Summer is an exception. You still haven't watched that? I watched. I started at the beginning. Oh, Dude, like they're trapped in the train. Like the I like woman Korean movies. I like Korean, Korean horror is no yeah. joke. I'm not. I'm not down the with grudge. Japanese horror. Well, that's Japanese. The Grudge. I'm not really into Japanese horror that much. <laughs> I, I like the grudge. Now everyone's now is such a the long hair black out girl. Right, thing. I'm like, but that's that. all like from the grudge. Right. And I remember and when I first saw it, I, I was in a I had my, my ex girlfriend at the time. Her mm-hmm. and I lived together, and I was like, it was like it was only playing in one theater. I you know I back then. Dude, he 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 freaking um, it was bootlegged only... a copy and sent it to me in Kauai. Well, yeah, that was after. And this is original grudge? The original grudge. Yeah, I've cool. seen that. Yeah, I love that one. That one's still creepy as fuck. Not fun. the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, no, no. no, that's no not that, the U.S. I version. I saw that one first, and the, oh, there's an original? All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's Damn. no joke. It's no joke. And that was that unhappy ending, too. It was no... It was like the minute you were associated with it, even if, like... Yeah. You, all you had to do was see it, and that was it. It was like, well, if it's not happening to me, I'm going to go. Well, it's too late. Now it knows that you know. It goes with Bitch. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, just close your eyes and shut your ear. You don't want to hear anything. But you watch the original, it is super creepy. But I remember I woke oh, up at like yeah. 9 in the morning so we could go to the theater. <laughs> and we watched it. Uh, in the you Because know, it was only playing in one place in all of Oregon. And it wasn't playing anywhere in Vancouver. So uh-huh. I was like, so we get there and I was like, uh, sorry to drag to this. And we were both in gross. It was us and like 10 Japanese people. And only and because it was a you know it was a Japanese movie it was, yeah it was foreign film it was playing at the art house time, and, but I was engrossed it was awesome, but everything stems from that, right? Oh uh, anyway yeah, my right. point my point was <laughs> um, Black Summer when you were talking about the gun would accidentally go off yeah and, uh, so in Black Summer there's a scene where they get to the destination and everybody has a gun but probably nine of the 300 actually know how to use a gun yeah so the half of the half of the people, most of the people end up dying by friendly, friendly fire, fire. Mm. and then they turn into zombies, and people freak out and not trained oh, because that wouldn't happen. It's, it's happening in like, the midst of their. And one guy oh. was like, well, "This one black guy, <laughs> soldier, was like, no, we need to go over here, and no one wants to listen to him, and they just start shooting, and they're shooting regular people, kids, just to, in a panic." I think you'd like it. Okay. Really this crazy. is why I really crazy. Halloween's Everybody tells me like if the zombie apocalypse happens, they're like, "You're too like mean. You think people are awful," and I'm like, "Yeah, I do." It would not take uh, yeah, long. It for wouldn't just the world to be upside down. Yeah, I mean, everybody's like, "Oh no, people will be fine," and I'm like, "Have you read World War Z? World War people Z people are fine now, and we're supposedly well, like, zombies. Dude, are if <laughs> Wi-Fi, okay, okay, I can tell you right now." On Kauai, I had li- we had to live with, like, at least once a month, a blackout for a couple hours. Uh-huh. Okay? So, last October, when I was visiting there, 
Um, there were two things that happened, which would not have been a trip back home if they didn't. was a flash flood warning, <laughs> and the power went out island-wide for about an hour. Uh-huh. Okay? Well, the thing was, is when the power went out island-wide, normally people would know how to use stop signs and everything. But so many fucking Californians have moved to the island now, and a lot of other people have moved off who know how to drive. When the um, when I was heading to the airport, my friend was driving me to the airport when the power went out, people didn't even know you have to fucking stop when, at the intersection when the stoplights don't work at major intersections. People were just, like, if, 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 if when the power goes out, there's sheer chaos on the roads. If the Wi-Fi is down for, like, two hours, like, chaos will ensue. There was a 1978 New York riot over the outage, and they were, you know, robbing their own neighborhood. So I really do not have high expectations for humanity if the zombie apocalypse happens. I don't think a zombie would take it. As slow zombies, especially the population that we all know zombies and how to defeat them, I don't think it would happen. I think You're talking I'm about Night of the Living Dead zombies. Well, you know, yeah, there's Dawn World of the Dead Z, which is Night of the Living Dead zombies. Yeah, so yeah. The not fat, the movie, the book. He's going by the book. The book, the book yeah, they're, they're right. Movie. They are slow If they're 28 well, like, days later takes them or... Out. And in reality, you just have to wait for maggots and putrefaction. In those movies, and, always and, forget about that. And the well, gases, look at it this way: you know, how many people accidentally die? Like, if I died in my sleep, and I bit Heather because she's sleeping next to me, and then we bit Eloise, and now we have a family of zombies. Someone comes to the door. It, it would. It wouldn't. I think it, yeah, that's one house. It's now, always a now take an entire city or hospital or the recently dead. That's like, why. Okay. So, but, but one zombie's not a threat. They're like bees. Okay. One's not a threat, but 50, you got a problem. When, you know where Walking mm. Dead lost me? When when Rick rode that horse into Atlanta. Well, he didn't know there were zombies yet. Whatever. He he, knew. Did, he, do, he <laughs> woke up in Jesus. the hospital. No, he knew by then. He, knew. Do, he woke you, up in the hospital. Didn't he walk by the yeah, he, dude, he walked, Oh, the bicycle girl. You, yeah. And the, and the half, like, half of a woman hall. Like, at that point, you know something's wrong. Yeah. Why would you go to a high and population he, he, density well, on okay, horseback? Well, the fucking he, horse he got eaten. I'm uh, not happy. Eat a horse. Eat a horse. I, I'm, I'm, I'm team human. If it comes through me and... The horse. horse Why would you go to a? I'm just. I I, I hate the zombie movies that imply. Yeah, he was looking for. I I don't care. I hate the zombie movies that imply that the zombie trope has never existed. Uh, that is annoying. That is annoying. Oh. So they don't know what they're saying. Like, this you one thing I like about... Are, like, here's the deal. This one thing I like about uh, Black Summer. They're like, well, what does the movies say? They actually like... Okay. What do you... Just shoot them in the head. That's it why I like work. Cockneys versus Zombies. They don't... They just, people I are like, zombies, whole, shoot them in the head. I hate mm-hmm. that whole stupid argument they feel they have to put in there. Zombies no. don't exist. No. I, I like, really well, despise that. Because that. even if you want to deny the, the spiritual aspect of the, of the, the voodoo zombie... Or the aspect of the Walking Dead viral zombie or whatever. This is a pop culture icon. So every zombie movie that that pretty much is like, oh, we don't know what they well, are. Well, the books yeah. was the same way though. The books the same way. They they well, it just ended like last month. But it was just it didn't. It was in a world where that didn't exist. So you just gotta get on board with it. But every An- annoying as it is, single solitary, with the exception of maybe five zombie movies. Yeah. And to be honest, if you or I, I, you know, I know a lot of people who probably aren't in, who aren't in a horror at all, who can't watch like anything with any remote violence. Okay, 
that if they woke up one morning and there's a fucking person at their door that's like not looking right, mm-hmm. and they turn on the news and they 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 ain't good, they they gonna know what's happening. Yeah, I, I, that's why I think I think people will just survive. I, of course, people will die. But people will survive, wall. but I hate to tell you, a minimum of fifty percent will not be prepared. And will not like, have the knowledge of people like can't downtown. sew a fucking button on. Well, that's like downtown. Isn't that crazy? Areas. Yeah, I, people can't sew a fucking button on. My wife can't on. do it. She never what? had a home. I will sit down with her and teach her. I've already done it. She doesn't want to learn. So <laughs> that, I'm just thing. a button guy. Well, I know how to do. Uh, okay, there's a multitude of things I can do. There's a multitude of things I can't. Like I even know some basic auto mechanics. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like I can tune that Jeep up. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a uh, I could probably. You know what? I could do the carburetor if I watched a couple of YouTube videos and read the manual. And, you know, I've, I've, I've watched many of them done. So there's a certain amount of auto mechanics I can do. I choose not to do. Mm-hmm. Because fucking A, it's a mess and it hurts my hands. But, um, and there's, there, like, I'm renovating my own house. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff I've never done, but I've watched it done, you know. And people are so helpless now. That, you know, if you drop them in the middle of Forest Park (laughs) without their cell phone Mm -hmm. or snacks, they would lose their shit. And it's a 15-minute walk to Burnside. Okay. All right. All right. We're we're drifting again. You understand? (laughs) Can can we take a minimum break so I can go she-she? Yeah. Well, sure. Right now. All right, we're back. All right. I had my shishi break. And uh, I'll just go down to what else I've been watching. We've spent so much time on just one thing. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, Without Warning, a 1980 movie. It's a classic. Uh, it was weird. As I, I wanted to watch rewatch some movies I'd seen a long time ago, but never got around to seeing it again. Last time I saw Without Warning, I was probably in the fourth or fifth grade. Oh, okay. So I was like, I watched it again. It's basically an alien creature that stalks human prey. Let me see the... He just takes over a small town. I probably have seen this. And uh, oh, what's his yeah, name? Okay. What's his name's in it? Um, Jack... What's his name? Jack Palance. Jack Palance yeah. is in it. Martin Landau is it? Yeah, Landau, I remember this. Martin Landau. Dude, I haven't seen this since I was like, yeah. That is... A, okay, if you want to remake a movie, remake that. Because it's like a really good premise. Yeah. David and, Caruso was in it. Yeah, he was the... The he, kid? He was, it was him, and he was like in his early 20s. Yeah. And him and girl, they were the first two victims. And well, and Ooh. what's interesting is a lot of the actors in this movie were, um, you know, 20, 30 year veterans yeah. in the industry. Yeah, like heavy hitters. Heavy hitters and, and like like heavy hitters through the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, and this is and like the, the, the golden age of their the 80s. Careers. Yeah, this is like a 1980s. So, yeah, this is like. We're we're paying for some grandkids to go to college. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, getting that boat, getting, or the, getting <laughs> a bigger boat, or you know, this is like yeah, oh, especially Mark oh, Manla, we're Martin helping, Landau. We're helping the the nephew Jack with his fil- film career. Kevin Peter Hall too. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> but it's like it's well, it's like one of those movies. is like it's definitely of the time, but the premise is so good. Basically, an alien invasion with one alien that starts spreading his shit around. And they stop it in that little town. And it was just, it's like a good, solid, isolated story. Simple. Yeah, and fun. I was like, this could really use a I've remake. I've seen the Alien before. On yeah, TV. and it's a, it's a really popular uh, t shirt. 
I remember that without warning. The poster. Yeah, I remember. This is a cool poster. After after looking at the IMDb and who's in it, and mm-hmm. even just seeing the like thumbnail of the video, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> it I was like I'd have I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but yeah. Yeah, don't remake classics. Remake something like this that is good, but well, a could star use is a born. Up- has been remade four times, yeah, and each yeah. movie is independently good in its own way. Mm, yeah, true. Have but you watched the one from the 30s? Yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen, seen all every, of them? I've okay. seen every iteration. Any of them. Oh, it's funny, it's funny, the first two I watched with my grandmother, because it was just one of those things where she was watching it, and I had nothing to do, and I was there. And there were four channels, and whatever was yeah. on was fucking <laughs> Yeah, pretty on. much. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. Dude, I watched some Masterpiece Theater. I watched all kinds of shit as a kid, just because it was on. Great Expectations. That movie's from 1940-something, the original. And I watched that because there was nothing else on TV. And I'm glad I did. Even as a kid, I remember I was like maybe 10, Mm -hmm. 10 or 11. I was like, I remember watching it going, that was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, okay. IMDb IMDb (laughs) for me right now, Forever Amber. No, I'm not. Because we got to stay on task. We've already But it was a movie for my kid that I, Uh I saw on TV that was like, from the 30s, but it was colorized. Yeah. Oh. oh and I was just like, oh Magical. my god. <laughs> oh, the days before cable. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that was without warning. Another one I watched um, was uh, Mario Bava. It's a classic Italian. Uh, Demons. Came out in '85. You ever seen any of those that movies? Doesn't sound familiar. Oh, really? You've I know you've seen the poster. Here, I'll show you. You've seen the movie poster. Well, this is the Italian version, but this one. I don't remember that either. Oh. Mario Bava. He I also did. I don't remember did, that either, but I lived in Boise at the time. So. Dario Gento produced it. It's, Mario Bava was an Italian director, horror director. What year did it come out? came out in 85. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, because it sounds like you're down, because a bunch of people, random people, are selected to go to a screening of a movie. But it's demons hanging out there. <laughs> yeah, and it pays noise. Demons. And, and it locks that them in and turns them all into It's just such a simple, silly plot, but it's very 80s, very Italian, but it's also a classic. Demons and Demons 2. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, it was Italian horror. And I remember I originally saw it, last time I saw it was probably high school, maybe, mm-hmm. early 90s. So I, uh, I just wanted to revisit it, and I, so I went to Movie Madness and rented <laughs> it. Because I was surprised. I was one of those movies where I was like, I have to own this. And I didn't. So I was like, what's weird? I have a novel that I read in 1983 that I read several times in high school. Uh-huh. And then got rid of somewhere along the line. And then probably in my mid-30s, rebought it because I have to have it. Yeah. And reread it again. And is it a great novel? No. But it is it a bestseller? No. <laughs> but it was just... It's it's a good it's sci-fi sci you know fantasy. Yeah, but I just I I don't I don't know how many times I do that. I see something I want to see or revisit, and you get something different out of it. Yeah, and I, but I always have to go check my library of shit because I probably have. Well, I currently right now have three copies of, um, and I Pulp Fiction, like the well, the hey, special edition version. Remember, okay, remember three copies. It's like remember what when, the hell's wrong with me? Remember the whole <laughs> Night of the Living Dead, like. Shuffling around copies of Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, I have a bunch of those, too. And here's the deal. When I moved and I unpacked my DVDs, because mm-hmm. a lot of my shit was in storage at that time. Yeah. So I unpacked my DVDs, and I'm like, oh, shit. 
I and you gave me a copy of Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I have a DVD because I remember when I was in Kauai and I told you I would go to Walmart and they'd have like five dollar bin. Yeah, yeah. And you remember I'd I'd show you my like I got Logan's Run and yeah and everything <laughs> and you're like wow and I'm like you don't understand I don't have a lot like <laughs> to watch here, right? And at the dude when I first moved there I had King Arthur 2006 with Clive Owen, Bowling for Columbine, and Mister Deeds. That sounds okay. like a fun night. Oh. Yeah. So I actually own Night of the Living Dead and Land of the Dead in a dual, like, disc, yeah. disc thing. So I understand how you don't know you fucking have shit. And I don't, I have maybe 30 DVDs. <laughs> well, if, well, no, if you, 2000. well, if you don't count, like, Spartacus, Battlestar Galactica, and Game of Thrones, I count them as, like, one DVD There's for one. the whole pack. But, but, like, you know, other than that, I maybe have, like, 25. Just a handful. <laughs> yeah. Especially compared to this game. Well, I like the physical media. And, and, and honestly... You can wallpaper this, this house with his yeah. and, and at this point, it's really... Uh, it's so funny. Um, when, we, you know, I got back, when I got back when I was a single guy and I had probably just several hundred. And uh, I remember the <coughs> agent was like... Um, so you get rental insurance and covers all the stuff in your house. And I was like, eh, it could all go. And he's like, you, you're a big movie guy. You have a lot of movies. I was like, he goes, yeah. He's like, how many do you have? I was like, I think like 800 or something. He's like, okay, dude, that's that's a collection. <laughs> and he's right. Now, so I, now I only buy stuff I know I'm going to revisit. <laughs> that's funny. You have a collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, so I, it's, it's like, kind of a problem. I, you know? <laughs> and now, I, I, I have this like... I understand your love of it. It's just like loving to read an actual physical book versus Kindle. Yeah. Now I, have, I just can't stare at a screen that long. Right. But, okay, I have nine boxes of books. And that is after me giving up literally half mm-hmm. of my collection. This saves you space, right? Right. Well, when I moved across the island, or, you know, from the island back here, I only had so much money. Yeah. I gave up, like, heirloom shit because I couldn't... It was going to cost me $400 to ship my... Um, cedar chest, which was, you know, an yeah. over hundred year old cedar chest that my great grandmother owned. Okay, mm-hmm. so I gave it to a friend for her daughter. Right, I don't have a daughter. Yeah. So anyway, I still paid six hundred dollars to ship my books. Media, that's a dollar a pound. Yeah, I get it. I get like a lot of people will say stuff like, um, um, you know, why, um. Why don't you just put them all on a hard drive? Right, right. I get that, but that'll go away, and then you don't have those movies. Or I never understood people who pay for movies on streaming services. Like, well, I own it all online. I just go and pull it up. Uh, I forget who this guy was talking to at work. He had like, like several hundred movies that he had he owned through the streaming service. I own three. Yeah. Streaming service went out of business, right. so it got absorbed by another company, and they acknowledged that he paid for them, but that was under this thing. If you want those, you have to pay for those again with this new company. And now all this shit's <coughs> gone. Physical media will never <coughs> well, die. Well, not only that. It will never die, because this technology will go away. <coughs> well, and I love the fact that I also love my Kindle. Now, you say you can't stare at a screen that long. Have you ever set it to black background with white text? No, I don't think I have. I have done that years ago. I discovered that first. I discovered it because it helps when you're outside mm-hmm. and reading. And on Kauai, I would, I'm sorry, it was nothing I like more than finding a nice shady spot 
next to the ocean mm -hmm. and kicking back and reading some nerdy book, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. And there's a whole lot of free shit that you can get. Classics. Just classic literature, you know. And uh -huh. like, like 1890s um, manuscripts on the studies of, of psychology <laughs> when gayness was still considered and masturbation was still considered insanity, uh -huh. okay? So you can, I'm like reading all this, you can turn the screen to black screen with white text uh -huh. and you can watch it in the daylight and yeah, it won't be as easy to read, but you can still read it in sun, sunlight. And when you're reading it in the dark, like I read at night before I go to bed. Yeah. Which is why I kind of, you know, actually I read the all of the um, infected books I read before I went to sleep. Yeah. And that's how hardcore I am. You know, I didn't have any nightmares. That's how that's that's how far I've come. I yeah. went from being afraid to go see Dawn of the Dead in 2006, okay, uh -huh. to reading zombie fiction and falling asleep. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, that was uh, I forgot what was we were talking about. Demons or demons? Yeah, demons. Uh, another thing, I, another movie I wanted to watch that I revisit that I hadn't seen since it came out originally was The Beast Within. That's another movie that could use they could use uh, a remake that's and a really good premise. The practical effects were ridiculous, but they tried so hard. Absolutely. They were they were further time they were pushing the envelope. Yeah, you know, so a woman gets raped by this man beast thing and then fast forward eighteen years later, uh, he's going through like his version of puberty, which is actually reverting back to what because they just kept the baby. This was in the you know this is the late seventies, early eighties, so was, they kept the baby and uh, and uh, raised him as their own, but he was not human, at least not all human. And he starts, and he starts to re he starts to change like his father did, and it's just he's going on a killing spree, killing people. It's kind of a oh, Rosemary's Baby beyond the birthing. Kind of oh, another, so that's yeah. Who except his daddy, except is the baby is like you know eighteen. <laughs> yeah, and, right. Uh, the daddy's a beyond demon. the birthing. Yeah, well, he's like, not really a demon. It's he's it's an alien. A, yeah, it's a it's a latent. Yeah, it's or not a, a mutant demon. of some kind. But in oh. in any case, yeah, the, it's like a science thing. Okay, the, they tried so hard. But the dialogue really, was cheesy. It's one of those older movies I that could really use a remake. That one shot on the picture on IMDb of his head blown. Yeah. That was weird. Was well, yeah, it gets all weird. Uh, but there's a, a, just like the last movie, there's a lot of heavy hitter character actors, like in the twilight of their careers here. They've got mm -hmm. Ronnie Cox. Um, and this was back when the minimum age to get cast was 40. Yeah, yeah. You know, in these big things. RG, they didn't want to work Armstrong. with the stupid guys. Oh, really? RG yeah. Young, no, Armstrong. No, no. Um, L.Q. Jones, these are all, For like, the men. serious characters. The women, they wanted them younger. Young, so it would always be, like, pretty. some guy who's, like, Damon's age or my age, uh -huh. and then they'd be paired up with an actress who was, like, 23. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, that's, you know, it kind of still happens now, but... It was, well, yeah, it, was it very much thing. still happens now, yeah, it but was it was more, more of a thing. Of, but it was more drought. Like, now it'll be a 20-year 20, 20 difference, then it would be a 40-year difference. So creepy. Hold on yeah. one second, folks. And we're back. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, The, the Beast, Beast Within. Within. I don't know. I just have a... I really have an affinity for old horror movies. And I, or just movies in general from, like, the late 70s, 70s and Different 80s. time. Is, is it the graphics or the story, or is it, like, It's the definitely people? not the graphics. It's the <laughs> no. practical effects. What about I, the, I, the time? It's something about the time. 
Especially the seventies. I, 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 I know it was very I get, culty. I get very uh, film nerd about it, but that was the last era era of film where big studio directors were allowed to just make their movie with, with not a lot of studio involvement. Producers, I mean, kind of. Yeah, producers over their shoulder. Yeah, and you can't say this because this will happen, and this isn't testing well. You know, I mean, there was that element of it. But it was before it became a mega corporation. Uh, well, the, the honestly, the blockbuster. You know, after '77, after Jaws, it turned. It changed everything. See, basically, people in the saw, like, oh, you can make, well, we we can make millions, but now we can make hundreds of millions, and the, that's and then that's when it filmmaking became more corporate after that. But I the, like that the old mid, era. The mid to the mid '70s to late '70s, early '80s was a more. Um, time when the the uh, studios were they didn't really know their demographic because they recognized that everything had changed so they did a lot of everything to put feelers out they did it in music too remember all the one-hit wonders oh yeah they were just uh, putting everything out so they were like right exactly so they were like just letting directors and producers even have more leeway because i've heard artists say stuff has a Fans have surprised them about what, like, what people like. Right. Okay. How many how many times have you heard the story of like, oh, the studio didn't want this made, but you know they put it out, kind of not having a lot of faith in it, and it turned out to be the best thing ever. Yeah, that was the story s- with Star Wars. That was the story oh, with. There's a um, doco on Star Wars. That on. was the st- oh really? There was yeah. that was the story on um, Deadpool. Yeah, the studio did not want to put that movie out. He had to make his own short movie, the bridge scene, right? The bridge scene was that, and they said no. They still said no. So he leaked it. You know, he now he's like, "Oops, you know, I didn't do it." But <laughs> they leaked it because they knew what they had was good. And, Remember Wilfred? And, they, and it and it only happened because the studio only just let him greenlit the movie because they honestly did not know the audience, and that was an artist trying to connect with his with his. With his, you know, audience. And that's producers for you. It's just the studio hits. I'm sorry, what are you going to well, say? Well, and you've got things like Wilfred. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the original Australia. Oh, God, you haven't oh, seen yeah. Wilfred? The American version. The yeah, American I've only version. seen the American yeah. version. Oh, too. no, the Australian version is way more raw. And it's the same And it's, it's really, yeah, no. no Elijah Wilfred? Wood's not. The same dog. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I that's meant. What yeah. meant. Yeah. It's not Elijah Wood. But it's way more raw, way more guerrilla filming style. Like, um, well, you know, it's it's mm, mid aughts to. I think it was maybe not even two thousand six, seven, eight. No, no, I was with Heather when I watched. Was it? it. Was it two thousand? So I said like eight. The nine, Am- American eight, version, was Australia. Uh, American eight, version. Nine. The eight, well, the Australian version was before that. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm telling. I'm telling you about the American yeah. version. I don't so know. So the Australian version was oh, yeah. way more raw. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it was just some independent film that got a little bit of notifica- notoriety in an in a place where there are less than like twenty five million people on the whole continent. Yeah. Okay. So, but the YouTube is what drove it. Drove that one. Right, because they put it on YouTube, and then it started getting international exposure and then it became an American series it is fucking hilarious season one is fucking hilarious season two is starting to lose its shit season three is bad 
Um, I watched the first season. Well, watched okay. the first season. Yeah, the American version came out in uh, 2011. Okay. So. so it was like late, late aughts. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, just all right. Now we got that. That was what we've been watching. Um, we got a little bit of horror news. Some interesting stuff here. Alexander Skarsgård is going to play Randall Flagg in the Stan <gasps> movie. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, yes! I was wondering who they were going to cast. You realize Randall Flagg is my favorite character from that book. No, I did not know that. Oh. Well, your reaction just told me that. Dude, <laughs> seriously. Okay, I read The Stand when I was 13 the first time. I didn't read it until 90. Okay, I read the first um, version... The um, original published version. And then 90 is when they put out um, basically a director's cut. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Where Stephen King put it in. And basically the only change was about another 30 pages of Denamont. Oh, of, really? of ending. The whole ending where Stuart comes back and all that that happens after. Yeah. The original book ends with the showdown. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's maybe another... 30, 40 pages of, of come down after that of like yeah, happy ending, right? Right, right, just tying up. It's right. Like, like the end of uh, Return of the King. Right. All the false endings. Right. And um, so, but, um, yeah, so. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, find the book. It's weird. I didn't even know about the stand. Even though I was reading Stephen King, I didn't really know about the stand until um, I was listening to an Anthrax uh, Among the Living album. That whole uh-huh. album is basically three, four books. Uh, they, you know, we'll have a song called Now It's Dark. And in, on the, this is so old, on the album sleeve, on the ins- or the tape uh, sleeve, it, you read the, had the lyrics and what the song was inspired by. And they said, The Stand. I was like, I didn't even realize, the, I didn't know anything about The Stand. I was like, how did I not know about this book? So then I read it. I read the abridged, uh, the unabridged version. So it was yeah, like the whole 1,400 pages. Yeah. But I was like, the song tuned me into the movie. Here, here's something. Okay, here's a request for my birthday. I need you to find me. Okay. I'm listening. Uh, an '80s edition, paperback, beat to shit. Oh man, there's a bookstore up the street from here. I could probably I could probably because do that actually. <laughs> everyone I know who is a huge fan of this book and a Stephen King fan, and we've all had we had a copy that we bought brand new, but we read it so many times, and it's been so many places and loaned out that it's like a thing where you have to own a beat up piece of shit '80s <laughs> copy of the original cut of The Stand, and it's somewhere in my many moves since 2007. Mm-hmm my copy was lost and it is one thing that I have regretted so the fact that they are playing doing the stand Eric Skarsgård is the Randall flag that's going to be fucking awesome Mm. yeah I can't wait uh, I really want to see if they, it will later today, later in this episode, we're going to talk sure about it I'm sure it will be a trilogy at minimum but uh, it has to be at it's minimum so much so, so much, much stuff um, another piece of news um the Saw reboot, rap well, film. Whatever. Oh, God, they're rebooting. Rap- rocks. Yeah. Saw. Yep. They're rebooting the Saw. Yeah. Yep. I figured that movie out before the first scene well, was over. Chris Rock. Well, it's not about that. It's about the kills. Especially oh. after the, the first one is really about the kills. Yeah. Um, Chris Rock's 
own, he owns the rights to the saw, and he <coughs> went to Bloomhouse about doing a remake, a reboot differently. He has something uh, different. So uh, that first one just wrapped filming. I think comes out May fifteenth next year. Yeah, May fifteenth. Is he going to make it a dark then? comedy? No, it's uh, not a comedy. It just says horror. Yeah. He's okay. Well, you know Chris Rock. Yeah. I mean, you would think that. Well, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of comedians that do. Uh, I, you know what? He's he just writes a, it. Yeah, he's one of the writers. But he, I don't know. I never. If you can tell a story good, if you can like, well, I never Simon Pegg wrote on the Dark Crystal. Yeah, I mean, I always hated that pigeonhole. Like, well, this like uh, the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, looks Todd, really good. Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips. The hangover Todd guy. Phillips is like the Hangover and dirty comedy guy. He also did um, due date. Due date. He did the the college one. We're going streaking. Oh, um, was, he was Will the guy. Ferrell, that's, yeah, he was um, the one of the guys. I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah, I'm here for the gangbang. Well, I'd like to so, think that I can branch out in my writing. I mean, but I write he, horror for you. Yeah, but, but my point is, he's a good storyteller. Right. So when the studio for a year fought him. Because they didn't want to make Joker, and uh, and they didn't want him to direct it because well, all he's yeah, done is comedy. Suicide Squad, but he's like he's yeah. a he's a he's a storyteller. If you're a good storyteller, I'm pretty sure you can make that transition. It doesn't have to be the comic book Joker if it's a good storyteller based on the the archetype. Yeah, so we'll see. Because the Joker is essentially an archetype. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. But uh, I I think. I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do with it. Because uh, isn't the says, Joker almost a, like, clockwork orange representation, too? You get the whole, like, structure causing the insanity, causing the anarchic Well, behavior, the whole thing kinda. about the Joker is that uh, that was kind of the mystique is that he didn't... No one knew what his deal that was. was. The best part. Well, so yeah, this the is part. giving the Joker an yeah, origin story. Yeah, this is giving story. him an origin story, which but I don't not know. in the complete because it doesn't seem to be as comic book. Well, no, over this the is top, not, this is not superpower like amazing. No, well, he's never. Everybody has their take on him. This, this kind of is going to be like more like warriors. Clockwork Orange realism. Yeah, well, that's why everyone wants to see it. It's not, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be pretty good. So, we'll see what Chris Rock does. Danny McGribe did Halloween. So. Yeah, yeah, another comic group did Halloween, and that was that turned out pretty damn good. So I, I, you know, we'll see what he does. Uh, but I really want to see what Chris Rock has done with uh, yeah, with Chris Saw. Rock. <laughs> so crazy. So, um, um. Anthony Michael Hall joins the Halloween Kills cast as yeah, of last week. Dude, who's somebody we haven't seen in a million years? Yes. Well, yeah, since the Dead Zone show ended a few years back, mm-hmm. I haven't seen much or heard much from him. Except no. He's on a couple episodes of uh, um, Law and Order. That's for you. He disappeared. Wasn't he in a kangaroo movie? Uh, kangaroo. I, I might be mixing up. He's people. been up and down his yeah. whole like everything, you know. But Halloween's kill cast, though. I'm curious as to what who who's going to be in Anthony that. Michael Hall. Oh, and you know, Halloween's killed, Halloween kills, and Halloween ends. The next two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, John yeah. Carpenter is doing the score for both. He should. That's fucking, that's awesome. That's awesome. I have a lot. I have all his music. You know. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, he plays Tommy Doyle. Oh, he's playing adult Tommy. Yeah. Holy shit. That's awesome. 
fuck, I want to go back to that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, another thing, uh, as earlier we are talking about, you know, collectors of uh, hard media, um, Big Trouble in Little China has a Blu-ray, special edition Blu-ray coming out that comes with vinyl of the soundtrack, which is John Carpenter. I, I, that's pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I got. I think I have to. I've been I toying with the idea for about a year or two now. I got to buy a record player just so I can have these cool vinyls. And Target even got them. Yeah. You know. There's just upright one I really want to get. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's not horror news. So those, we'll keep moving. That on. was Damon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you? How do you feel about aquatic horror? You guys like underwater? Yeah. Anything. I'm sh- scared shitless of yeah. water. Okay. Like I love Jaws swimming, but or because I think as human beings, ocean. we're not meant well, to be in okay, the ocean. Okay, it bears or, in yeah. mind that that is a level of horror. That, you know what really scares me? Shit that really happens. Like great whites. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that scares okay. the crap out of me. Okay, like what was that movie that Jason Statham did? Mega. The oh, Meg. the Meg. The Meg. Yeah, with yeah. Dwight. That was okay, yeah. it was actually. I I went in with zero expectations. And that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know, that movie and you had a good time, didn't you? Right. That movie is the Fast and Furious of the Ocean. Of B movies. It's just movies. ridiculous, yeah. but fun. Like like when I saw Hobbs and Shaw, it's the same kind of thing I said about the Meg. It's like this movie is dumb, dialogue is terrible, and if they make a second one, I'll go see it because <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. It was those bad things and good. And, uh, oh, anyway, uh, that being said, like, Deep Blue Sea, I like that first one. Uh, so, <laughs> I love, like, when Samuel Jackson yep, gives okay. a big speech yeah. and shark just jumps I in. I saw that in theaters, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yes, and, uh, but Deep Blue, Blue Sea 3, second one wasn't that great, but the third one is uh, going to be a Netflix original in the next couple months. Oh, that should be good. One uh, second. Okay, we're back. We're back, everybody. Last bit of news, and then we'll move on to... More pressing stuff. Um, James Wan is going to direct a new horror film, and it's uh, it's called um, Silver Cup. Is the working title, but they're they're keeping it under wraps. So this is just a cover up name or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's like his Blue Harvest, I guess. But um, he, uh, yeah, he's. He's going to do Aquaman 2. They signed on to do Aquaman 2 because he directed the first one. Right. But before that, he's going to do this little horror film. And whenever he does these little horror films, it's always something good. So and is that connected to The Conjuring? I have no idea. Okay. It's just a James Wan original movie that he's directing. Uh, it's coming out. I, you know, Because it seems like I thought he was giving up on all horror because he's doing these big... Tent pole movies now, but no, still. I felt a little bit gotta of start in the Aquaman movie. Well, when I got to the we got to the reef, yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. All right, so uh, the movie we're going to talk about is it. But before that, I just want to go through something with you guys for a little bit here. It was um, I was got me thinking about you know it is uh, chapter two. We're all going to talk about that. And mm-hmm. the first one, and but Stephen King has forty-one movies based off of books of his. Yep. And I decided these are in semi order. Okay, there's a little timeline changes here because I would find another one and write it down. Uh-huh. But um, so these are 
not in the true order, but close. So I was just figuring I'd just go through all of them, see if we've seen them or what you thought about them. Just spend a minute or two talking about it. We're not going to spend too much time because it's, goddamn, it's 42 of them. Yeah. So uh, I'll start with the first uh, adaptation from his movie, uh, 76, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about already. Yeah, that was part of last last month's show. Um, and then uh, 79, Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, Absolutely. I still gotta let you see that one, Ed. I gotta, you know, get uh, let you borrow mine. Um, third movie. This is really more just a name only and main premise, but the movie is so much different than the book. Uh, the Shining in '80. Oh, I Yeah. Yeah. '83. A little, not as much talked about, but a really good one. Dead Zone. Dead Zone was actually decent. Yeah, eighty three with uh, who was that? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken and the guy that played the presidential hopeful. Oh shit, I can't remember. Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. So also eighty four Firestarter. That was a good uh, Stephen King. Drew Barrymore's second main, well, first starring role. Uh, then Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a, you know, it was all right. It was an anthology. It yeah. was, it's all right. Mm, it was a, yeah. And one that people forget is a Stephen King book, Stand By Me. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. Still great movie. Um, it, uh, the 90 uh, TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, and The Stand. Yeah. 90s also. Stand also came out in the... Um, it was a big, 90 was a big one. Uh, actually the stand came out in 94, mm-hmm. but, um, it was a, 90 was a big, a big year because it, uh, that's, you know, the miniseries misery came mm-hmm. out that oh, same yeah, year. Dolores Claiborne. Uh, Dolores Claiborne was actually, uh, 95. Okay. Uh, with graveyard shift came out in mm. 90, and that was a shitty movie. <laughs> it, was, it was yeah it was dumb i remember brandon and i skipped school we skipped fifth and sixth fifth sixth and seventh period to go see that movie and we were both that by the way it was over both like eh, i probably should have just stayed in class <laughs> i would have got more would have got more done i would have you know because i just made more work for myself but it was it was not great um Shawshank Redemption was a ninety. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it comes on like every year on TNT, like around Thanksgiving time. And most people don't even know it's a Stephen King. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Dolores Claiborne. And The Green Mile. The Green Mile, um, that was 99. The Stand, the TV show, The Stand uh, miniseries. There was also the same year, not the same year, but the next year uh, on TV was... Um, uh, not the stand, but that yeah. hospital one. No, the kingdom was based on a UK show that he just ad- adapted oh. a couple. Of oh, okay. Um, God damn it! Oh, it was really, really bad. But the Tommy Knockers. Oh God! That was terrible. <sighs> I think I saw that. Dude, you know the thing is, is I know Tommy Knockers references probably it, but I do not want to suffer slogging through that piece of shit again. Oh, another to, one? To find it. 
oh, what was that other TV Stephen King one? Um, the one where uh, they're on the plane. Oh, oh, that was part of the anthology. Um, one of the anthology books he put out, yeah, Dead Zone, or not Dead Zone, uh, Four Seasons. Yeah, but that, The Langoliers. Langoliers, oh, yeah. that was it. That was the same year. Um, that was terrible. It was. It wasn't that great of a story, though, too, to begin with. So, uh, Sleepwalkers, 92. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, here's where it gets a little wonky on the timeline, but that's okay. Um... The Dark Tower, 2017. That movie was such a missed opportunity. It was just not well, they were good. trying to cram three books into one. Well, they were trying to cram three books into one and add shit that was in none of the books. Right. It was just ridiculous. Stick to right. the fucking story. Yeah. And how could right. you screw that up? Everyone right. always feels they have to put their little, their little twist in it to make it their own. But fuck you. Tell the goddamn story. Right. Ugh. Follow the source material, at least in basic plot. Uh, one I never watched, Riding the Bullet. I don't think I've seen that. 2004. Uh, I saw this one. Didn't care for the book that much. The movie didn't really change my mind much. Uh, Secret Window. Yeah, nah. The movie didn't stick. Yeah, just didn't really stick. Like, okay, whatever, dude. Johnny Depp. Uh, Creep Show 1 and 2. Now, well, those are classics. These are classics. Now, technically... But they're these, campy. Yeah. Well, they're supposed they're to be like the old comic book uh, horror comics from the 60s. There's... It's the masterpieces, as far as I'm concerned, those are legit classics, both of them. But these is kind of, that those two are kind of a cheat because even though Stephen King wrote all the stories for the first one, I don't think all of them for the second one. Most some of them for the second one, but uh, or two of the two of the three stories, but um, they weren't books first. They were just strictly right. So I, it's kind of a cheat. I'm just saying, but. It you know, that's why I put it in here. Um, thinner. I like that one. Yeah, it was a better book, but it was pretty good. Uh, who who can who can forget? Who cannot forget? Uh, this is another one. It was this is actually based on uh, a book though, or at least a short a novella, a Maximum Overdrive. Oh, like that was that. a terrible one. Oh, it was, it was awesome. It was I awesomely like bad, one. and it was so funny when you talk to King about, uh, when King talks about that movie. He's like. He barely remembers it because he's like, I was drinking back then and doing a ton of coke. Right. He's like, I was so coked out for that entire... Because he directed that. And it was not good. That's why they put the... When the movie was done... It didn't have have anything scary. And that's why they did the... I don't know if you've ever seen the promo for it. Like the trailer for it was him talking to the camera... Talking about how he's going to scare the hell out of you. Oh, he's like, only reason... And the short story was like... It was called Trucks. Yeah. And it was very it was short, very simple. Very simple. It was like less than 10 pages even. Yeah. Was, oh, wow. It's kind of like Lawnmower Man, which is another one. Lawnmower Man is nothing... only because the, the story is like five pages and it really ends with the guy mutilating himself and uh, killing a bunch of people in the backyard and then mutilating himself... In the uh, bird 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 bath. Yeah. It was like, what? That is, was and the guy was just, and it was like a crazy guy that was just eating grass. And he was a lawnmower man, but he started eating. He was, he was mowing with, yeah. Nothing about no, computers. No, 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 nothing. And there's two lawnmower man movies. It's like, why? I mean, there's nothing. 
It is so weird. The the concept, the plot isn't even no, and, remotely. And the story is a bloodbath. There's none of that in the in the movie. Right. So bizarre. Um, Running Man. People forget that's actually a Stephen King book. Yeah. Was was it King or was it a Bachman book? It was. You know what? It was a Bachman book. Right. Um, but oh, it was his, his alias. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Richard Bachman. Um, Hearts of Atlantis. That was another one. Two thousand one. Anthony Hopkins. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Cat's Eye. Eighty five. The Dark Half. Ninety three. Better book. Um, I. Better book. Yeah. Is another one. I watched the Dark Half again recently. Was it Timothy Hutton's like height of his career? You know. Yeah, that was. He was at full power. And it it's still it, you go again, book obviously better. But it, it it was still a decent movie. Yeah. Well a movie that people a lot of people don't like, but I kinda do. Fourteen oh eight. Really? Oh, they they don't, 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 one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's I not bad. I, I hear a lot of people don't I like it. I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. That, but I saw it in theaters. Uh The Night Flyer. That was an original HBO movie based on one of the books. I really like that one. Miguel Ferreira. Uh, Don't remember that one. <sighs> uh, it was pretty much... Uh, it was pretty much Dracula in a plane. And he would just go from airport... From small airports to airport. Just getting his victims there. And, mm. uh, and Miguel Ferreira plays this guy who's detect- as a journalist. But he figured out this pattern. And he's just trying to prove that this guy exists. It's really good. Cat no, no, this is the Night Flyer. Okay, the Night Flyer. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Vampire right in the red eye. Yeah, 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 that's pretty much what it is. Good, good for you. Yeah, look at you. I did it. <laughs> Hooray! Um, needful Things. That was a decent but not great book. Agreed. Um, entertaining but... Mm. Um, because, you know, a classic, I guess, technically. Pet Cemetery, eighty nine and two thousand nineteen. I'm gonna say something blasphemous. I like the two thousand nineteen version much better. So did I, but I didn't. Well, okay. I remember we had the conversation last time that Ed doesn't believe that uh, a toddler is something to be feared of, you know, and that he liked that the, the they added a daughter figure because well, the, a daughter, the daughter didn't figure was in the book and in the movie and. They didn't add it. She was just the victim this time, not right. Not right. They just did a gender switch. Right. Okay. But the thing was, is it's a demonic, or we'll use the word demonic, but it's definitely an undead, supernatural, um, evil force that's coming back. So it doesn't matter if it's the size of a an ant. It's still, it's still super strong. So the fact was the toddler. Being that creepified it more for me. I think but. the girl made it, gave it more. I don't know, because I, re- I revisited the book before the movie came out, and eh, eh, I, I, I like. I don't like the ending of the new one so much, because that goes totally off source. No, the whole family dies. Well, yeah, the whole family dies, but the whole family doesn't no. come back, and. No, it ends with he like loses his shit and the daughter's dead the baby's dead the cat's dead 
and he takes his wife out there and buries her and goes back in the house and has the breakdown. Yeah. And the book ends with the wife opening the door. Yeah, true. But we know how it, that's going to end for him. Right. <laughs> you think he did it purposely to kill himself off? No, he, no. at that point he's so He's broken. so fucking... Just... He's so broken, his family is dead, and it's all his fault. Okay. And, uh, and he just... He's not. He's just not thinking right. You know, it'll be different because they're fresher, and, and it, it's like doesn't matter how many times you go back. They just they're gonna uh, come back the same. It's it's a good. It's a, like I, a I like the about book. Grievance or something. It's totally about grief and loss. And okay. fucking with something you shouldn't. You should not. Yeah. Uh, Gerald's game. A book. I love I that book. Absolutely hated, but the Netflix original or not? Yeah, the original movie. Yeah. It was, it was actually good. good. It was actually pretty good. It I'm sorry I like the book. I, I read the book twice, fucking hated it. Because I, I read it the second time because I thought maybe I would change my mind because it was a, you know almost a decade later. No, I was like, no, nope, still I think it. the difference in, in that, and I'm not making a comment blaming you for misogyny, but I'm sense. saying the perspective difference is I am a woman, so for me it was more frightening. Understand, understood, but the, it just became the whole, the majority of the book. Well, it went surreal and fucking weird, yeah. And, and I just, like, I didn't sign on for that. I kind of like that shit. Based on the back covers, like, when I read the synopsis, right. I was like, I'm all in. You thought there was, was some kinky sex in there. No, it was about, like, her situation and how right. does she get out of this and how does right. you know what I mean? But then the supernatural weirdo <laughs> came. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. That and I thought he wasn't supernatural. He wasn't. Well, no, he, was, he was. Was that yeah. Was, but 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 in the the book just spent too much time. It could have used an editor. It was just it really. <laughs> it spent too much time flashing back to her time that yeah, her daddy and, and diddled her. Okay, it's like I know where this is going. Let's get there. I don't need to know how. What Your dad jacked off when, again. when her dad was next to her, or, or I don't need all this other shit. It spent too much time in expository flashback. Yeah, I was just it, it turned me off. So you were just like, I get it. Yeah, Dang, move. Let's yeah, move let's come on. I we all know where this is going. Why are we taking this long to get okay. there? That's what really I hate about well, the, the movie. Did a but good to quote thing. Stephen King, he has diarrhea of the pen. True, he could use an editor sometimes, and sometimes. It's just fine. But that was one I just hated. I hated it. I gave it a chance. I read it full. And I was like, well, you know, I'm a different person 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's this story. I fucking, I hate it. <laughs> I want it to move. All right. Um, Christine, 83. That's a good one. Decent movie. Yeah. Decent book. Great movie. Cujo. Love that. Also 83. That was Cujo where I cut my teeth and Stephen King. Oh, really? Yeah, I cut my teeth on Cujo at like... Christine for me? I think Christine was... First I read Cujo, then I read The Stand, then I read Christine. Mm. I like Cujo. I finally saw that movie like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. The book is crazy. The book is fucking... The book is crazy because you get to see the dog's point of view. Yeah, Yeah, and apparently he hints that it's a connection... A spirit from a serial killer from the standard. They tore that idea. I told you. I told you about yeah, that. yeah. Well, then that's why I say the whole um, Tommy Knockers it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I can't make myself slog through Tommy Knockers again to find out that it and Cujo and Tommy Knockers are all interrelated through that alien. You know, 
right? But so you guys tell me he always puts one. Right, go read them. But I can't do Tommy Knockers twice. All right. Um, and this is a TV movie based on the book. I read the book. Book is really good. I liked it way more than I thought I would. Uh, Eleven twenty two sixty three. I haven't read that one. Um, Hulu has the <coughs> original mm-hmm. with James Franco. Watch it. Okay. It's really good. I only say watch it because... Um, oh, wait, that's the going back in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That was actually really good. It was really good. The book is fucking great. I mean, it was like... It's funny, when I revisited that book, it was probably... Maybe, I was living on Barnes Road, so it was probably 2014, 2013, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, we're in 2019, so, yeah, okay, 2015. Um, and I remember, uh, I remember reading the book, I hadn't read a lot of King in a while, Mm -hmm. and then I was one of the first ones and I kind of got back into reading his stuff, and I was like, you know, the the audiobook is like 50 hours long, I'm like, oh god damn it, but I was never bored, I was never bored, it was really good. Um, so, of course, It, 2017, we already said yeah. that, uh, It Chapter 2, which we'll come back to, that's also, I should have ended on that, by the way, but that was stupid <laughs> of me now that I think about it. Um, it was a really, kind of a dumb story, and it made a movie based on it, and it was a dumb movie, The Mangler, remember that? Oh, yeah. With, um... I didn't make it through Robert it. Robert England. It wasn't great. I never... You know, it's funny. I couldn't tell you how it ends. I never I made it through it, so I neither could I. How it ends. Um, great book. Not so great movie. Was initially slated to be one of our movies for um, oh. Countdown to Extinction back on our old, uh, our old podcast, Countdown to Extinction. Stephen King's Cell. I don't think I saw that. The movie has John Cusack and Samuel Jackson, which sounds like it should be awesome. Considering what the book was, the book was pretty good, and you just didn't quite pan out right. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was like a, it was almost like a zombie thing. But people got really aggressive and murderous. It was no, I don't think I saw those. I think I'm mixing seeing those two together in like 1408. Oh, oh, that's right. They worked together in that too. Yeah. yeah um, well, I love Samuel L. Jackson. So. Me too. He's the best. A uh, good marriage. 2014. That was decent, but I've it was kind of slow. It. It's, it's slow. Uh, another one that's like on my list to see, but just never got around to seeing it yet. 1922. It oh, I it's like that. it's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah like it's that. really I good. Saw that. I never read the book. I was like, I'll watch it. It, 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 it it's a it's a mind fuck. All right, I'm gonna check it out. It's I'm a mind fuck. It's a mind fuck. Like, you're like, oh, dude. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he did the uh, Thomas Jane did a really. Yeah. Oh, uh, Children of the Corn. It's terrible. Uh, I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, I didn't think it was classic. What I remember, I liked it. Me too. You're a crazy lady. Whatever. It was a bad book. It was a bad movie. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your, shut your mouth. Okay, it was a mad book. It was a bad movie. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> At Pupil, 98. Book, great. Movie, not so good. I didn't read that one. It was... It was uh, what's his name directed it uh, X-Men guy we just talked about him Brian earlier Singer. Brian Singer and 
Brian Singer had a conversation with Stephen King about the ending. Stephen King said, because I'm just going to spoil it. The book is 30 years old at this point. Yeah, that's great. Um, basically, this kid finds out that his neighbor, his old man neighbor, is a um, is a Nazi. Oh, I saw a trailer. Or for was this. a Nazi? Yeah, and, but Co- he still glories the days. Oh yeah, he's, he's totally enough. living. He just he. Oh no, he wishes Germans had won. Yeah, in his basement, he dresses up and yeah. like Hitler and all that fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, in the end, he pretty much he Charlie Manson's this kid. He manipulates him to. You know, pretty much go in a tower and open fire on people, and that's how it ends. Wow, but uh, (laughs) in the movie, the kid just gives some speech to his Jewish teacher about all of a sudden now he hates you. The movie was dumb, the ending was horrible. Anyway, Stephen King had said something to him about maybe you might have changed the ending. You know, people, this is uh, you know, this movie is kind of it's kind of hangs the story, kind of hangs on the ending. And Brian Singer's like, I know what I'm doing. You you do books, I do movies. And of course, the movie tanked. Why? Because everyone was pissed how the movie ended. Because they were expecting the tower. <coughs> yeah, a payoff. Happy, uh, happy ending. Yeah, it was not even a happy ending. It was more like the kid was just an asshole. A racist asshole, basically. Oh. He just gives him a speech. It, it was very anticlimactic. That sounds like it. And uh, I remember watching, I had just watched, I had just read the book before the movie came out. And we just, I literally finished the before. And the movie gets there, and the ending was such dog shit. I was so mad. That's and everyone who read the book was mad. That's the thing about a director, like, kind of realize that when a movie book comes out, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there rereading it or something. Mm-hmm. And then you're Well, that's been my, my major um, complaint with King movies is. The majority of them do not follow the source material. Which doesn't make sense. You know who's awesome about following the source material is, um, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Uh, the director of, uh, Dolores, not Dolores Claiborne, he directed, um, Green Mile, he directed The Mist, Darabont. Okay. Frank Darabont. Uh, Frank Darabont is. Stephen King's go-to guy, and he is, with the exception of Christine, he is probably stays the most true to to the book. Christine was reasonably true of all of them. I said, with the exception of that one, Mm -hmm. uh, who I felt stayed pretty close to the book, and Carrie did. No, Carrie did for some of it. About seventy percent. Yeah, but Darabont did the mist. He added stuff that the book didn't, but it only made it better. Even King said that. Yeah, the ending. Well, okay, yeah, I'm ended. fine with that. It's just, uh, you know. But he also did, but but everything, like the descriptions of what they saw, it's pretty pretty close to what I, you know, put in my head based on what they you know, talked about. And um, he also did Green Mile, very close to the book. He also did... Green Mile was a great movie. Yeah, he also did... Um, Shawshank Redemption. Which is a really fucking good movie. Yeah, Darabont knows his shit. He got his first movie was uh, Dollar Baby that was so good, Stephen King wants to you know, kind of championed him to direct his other work. He needs to do Darabont, no, he's no... I mean, only his only big misstep for me was when he... Is he on, you know, he did... He's responsible for The Walking Dead being a TV show. He basically got kicked off a show he created. Oh, did he? That's yeah, guy. yeah, but um, 
or help create honestly yeah but um he some of the, but some of the things that he wanted to do uh the studios put out some of the things he wanted to do and honestly i would fucking hate the show if he had done what he wanted to do like remember when rick gets on remember when rick gets on he first wakes up and he's walking around he gets in that tank Mm. And he's a zombie guy and he That's shoots. when he rode the fucking horse into Atlanta yeah, like yeah. an idiot. And he shoots in a tank and, and, yeah, and, and it's the ricochet. Tank. And I was like, as soon as he did it, I was like, he can't think it's. And he does it. And I was like, you're in a box, man. It's, it, well, at least they followed the fact. Bullets. At least they, fa- they factored in that he couldn't hear. Yeah. Because most places would be like, well, whatever he shot. And then. But yeah. um, the guy, Darabont wanted to do a show all about that zombie guy in the tank and how he got to be there. That is a waste of fucking time. Yes. Yeah, but they... Yeah, but why would we have a whole show based on that? Remember the... um, Remember the the episode was in the first season where he... um, like why that tree guy here? Let's make a season about it. Let's have a whole back down... Backstory on Wedge. (laughs) Well, remember when... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Remember when... um, uh, they they had like uh, all those gang members were taking care of all the old people. Yeah, that was not in any of the books. But Darabont fought to have that story. He wanted to tell the story about what well, if gang. So he was taking it in a direction I would have fucking hated, not like following the goddamn story. I mean, yeah, they have a new showrunner every couple of years, but, but he'll follow King. Follow the goddamn story. But he'll follow King. Yeah, he'll follow King. He follow him. You know, that's weird. Maybe he's a little afraid of King. Oh, he's just a super fan. Yeah. Because he, that's why you do Dollar Babies. You do Dollar Babies if, you know, you like the material. You know, you're not going to find a filmmaker dedicated as, you know. But yeah, he did, uh, of all the Stephen King stuff, he did The Woman in the Room. It was a short. He did, and that's what got him noticed. But he also did, uh, yeah, he did Shawshank Redemption. He did The Green Mile. He did The Majestic. That was um, decent. It was entertaining. He did The Mist. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, yeah, Darabont is pretty good with that. Now, this one is a really good book. The movie was just laughably bad except for one scene, and that's Dreamcatcher. That was terrible. Yeah. I don't remember hating it. I know everyone hates it, but I remember what, and I never read the book. I read I the book. I remember seeing the I read the book. That's eh, not bad. Well, like, the one thing I thought they did well was, like, the inner dialogue because he had the alien guy in his head. Right. And that was like a good way to... Wait, wait, it was like a basement or where it was like the scenes were him in a basement trying to get to somewhere. Yeah. And it, the thing was after him. And yeah, I did He's like, like trapped in his body. Yeah. You know? He's like a prisoner in his own body. That his own a, mind. That was a neat scene. That yeah, I mean, the way they were able to convey that, I mm-hmm. thought was clever. But um, the only scene I like, only other scene that was good in that movie was the toilet fight scene with Jason Lee fighting that alien in the bathroom. I was like, how do you make one little tiny room in that much tension? Right. I was like, that was pretty good. The rest of it was just horrible. Dumb. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I, it was <laughs> terrible. But, okay, that's that was all the stuff. That's our, that's our done with our Circle Jerk of King. Yeah, so let's finish out with, a, with, the, with the full release. Talk about It Chapter 2. So, this is... The, the kids are now adults. This is 27 years later. Just off the top before we dig into it, what would you think? 
I very much enjoyed it. Um, one of my biggest complaints with the book when I first read it, when it first came out, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. was I didn't like the ending. And I thought it was really funny, the running gag about uh, oh, the yeah. ending sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that wasn't in the book, and the, everybody complained about the ending, and that's fucking hilarious. I thought that was great. And even yeah. Stephen King said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I, as a writer, horror writer, and having watched not as many as you, but many, many horror films. Oh, yeah. I kind of know when I, I know when they're setting you up for a jump scare. It's not just the scene, it's the music too. Yeah. If the music cuts out, there's going to be a jump scare. Okay, if there's darkness, creepy movement in the background, you, you just know. It, the first the part one got me, part two got me. Both times I knew it was coming, it still got me. <laughs> I okay. hate jump scares. I do too, but... I think it's a cheat. I mean, it's there's a few times when it's earned. I mean, it can absolutely... This was earned. earned with the lady and the old lady. Yeah, but, like, you know what's... Yeah, one... I didn't think that was too much of a jump scare, the old lady, because... You no, know. but it was yeah, enough. I, especially if you read the book. That, you but know, if you're I mean, in a theater kind of, with the know, music you know, hitting you... What got me, mm. uh, what got me the, the chills of that scene is when she's... Oh, by the way, folks, this is going to be spoiler. We got it. Spoilers. 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 So, um, it's her scope. Because remember, she ran, you hear the, the stomping. And, and then, then she got like, bigger. Oh, she's like eight feet tall. tall. Yeah. That's that, why it got me. Yeah. That got me. I was like, yeah. Ugh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> creepy scene is like the lady looking around the wall and then going back. Yeah. yeah. When she's, when back. Well, and you see her in the background, like, skimpering. Yeah. I, you know. I thought that was... That was fucking creepy. Yeah. And yeah, but but, but the thing like in the ending in the book it always bugged me and I don't think I don't think he maybe communicated it in verbiage as well as it was communicated in the film. My thing my biggest thing was it's a fucking spider. And the way they portrayed Pennywise as the spider creature yeah. in the film it was more oh the thing is, is Pennywise gets his power from and manipulates through your psychological fears and traumas. So when you get right down to it, arachnophobia is a huge, like, primal fear. Yeah, we don't like spiders. But in the book, I don't feel that it was represented that way. So in the book, I was like, always, oh, meh. The book, they talked about his, the way he looked, and he did, they said he resembled a spider. Right. And then the other, which they didn't even bother doing, like the turtle thing. Right. It's like, how in the fuck is this? Right, right. Easter yeah. Eggs? Yeah. Drop Easter eggs of the turtle in different scenes, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the way they went with it because it's really hard. It's kind of like. Um, with well, a bill and it doing the. Was it trying to the make The psychic other... fight. Yeah. Yeah, that would that have been hard. That would have been hard to explain. Or, and I like. It's kind of akin it to the end of Watchmen because in the in the graphic novel it's basically a tentacle monster and it looks really dumb. Oh yeah, I was like, that, yeah. I was like, how are they gonna do that? And they just did it with an explosion. I was like, it's way different than a book, but I get it. 
So mm. I kind of feel the same way about that. Because mm. they kind of they, they kind of talk about him. You know, when they give him a description, he, they, they mention that he resembles a spider. Right, so and it just was like, meh. I just went with it. But the way they visually represented it, it was a spider, it was a clown, it was an alien, it was like the fucking um, Sarlacc. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What I wasn't expecting was the scene when he was talking to a little girl under the bleachers. Oh. I knew he was going to do that. That was, was going, in the book. No, no. I knew he was going to kill her. Right. But I didn't. I was not expecting him to just bite her whole head off. Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like, well, that's hungry. because we're okay. We remember back in the eighties when it was actually illegal for them to show harming a child. Oh, it wasn't illegal. Yes, it was. There were regulations against showing the actual harming of a child. Well, this was in the eighties. I read about this. Well, that's and it was also illegal to show. The good guy, or according to the, you know, movie censors or, you know, you couldn't show the good guy actually physically killing the bad guy. That's why you had all the mono a mono deaths it ending wasn't like... illegal. What it was is that the MPAA back then had so much power. Yeah. If you wanted to go unrated and keep your movie, which some people decided to do... Mm-hmm. But it was generally a death sentence, for right? You or for you. Because then it, it was, was never illegal. Because it was, it never, was never well a law. The MPAA work outside the law. Everyone just agrees for some reason. They give yeah. them, they give them this power, Their which is insane. Is fucked up, which like is it. insane. But but killing kids was yeah. You're right. It was like one of the horror rules: uh, no killing of the kids. You never wanted to paint your hero as like a brute a brute so you would never see him you'd see him kill the bad guy but it would never be as graphic as the bad guy it was like bam bam motherfucker it was always something off camera or it or, would be or he that... he pushes the bad guy off a off of a off of a building as they as he's defending himself from a yeah. serious attack, and the bad guy impales himself on the fence below. You would never see the bad guy. Just, you never see the good guy just lose it and like just kill everybody. <laughs> right. Involved. You know. <laughs> it's kind of like Mandy. It was like everyone. Once Mandy died, it was like everybody has to die. Remember, he was talking to Bill Duke. You know, it was that kind of a thing. But you see that more now. But then it was definitely one of those things you just didn't see much of. Well, that's they surprised all of us with Georgie on that. I mean, we right. What was going to happen to Georgie? But right. Yeah, I think we were all surprised just how graphic. Yeah, I was not but expecting that arm to go. One of the things. <laughs> At least one not, of the things that I found, um, I liked it. I didn't know how I would, but the book is set with the kids grew up in the fifties. Yeah. And they're coming together in the in the eighties. And the, they kept the fact that it happens every 27 years. So when they told the story now to adapt it for modern viewing, they the kids were in the late 80s, and now they're present day. Yeah. And I, I liked that revision. I thought it was really good. I thought it made it more, you know, it relatable. More relatable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, and I think that's why they did it, because most people that... Are going to this movie, read the books, mm-hmm. and were of that time when they came out. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I agree. I agree 100%.
and right. the I the cast was really good. Yeah, adult really and good. adult and children. That's so rare. That everybody's on point. Everybody. Mm, everybody. Although the weakest link, I would say, in my opinion, weakest is James McAvoy, of resembling their childhood. Yeah. Say. Everyone else, like especially Eddie. James McAvoy was that Professor McAvoy X. Is so good. He's a good actor. I'm not yeah. saying he wasn't a good. But actor. But you're right. Just, you're right. For me, Hater stole the show. Hater was hilarious. Yeah. When he gets the uh, the lights. Oh yeah. He's like, Fuck you, Peter. Yeah. Think he about just it. Drops. His character got every got to do every emotion: angry, fighting. He was Scared. the only. He was the first one to break down after after you know they got back and they realized the one guy died. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Yeah, and uh, he got to do all the emotions. He's a good actor. I love Bill Hader. Me he's, too. Yeah, I'm a huge I fan. I love him, man. He's, I've been a fan since, since SNL. And did you guys catch the... I, don't, I forgot if it was in the book. I don't think it was. But the, Bill uh, confirmed it later. But that the character, Richie's, was actually gay. They made him gay. Yeah, I don't remember sure. that being in the book. Okay, yeah, I, I don't remember him being. Never really a hundred. Even in the movie, they don't really a hundred percent. Yeah, it might have been in the book. I just I don't know. remember it being in the book. Because they got the gay couple in the beginning. That, right, that was right out. Of that the book. was right out of the book. The beat down and everything. Well, <coughs> on an interview later, said the director and him talked about Richie and he so he confirmed that. Richie was gay, but maybe still not 100% sure of himself. But Pennywise being Pennywise knew. Yeah. And his first love was Eddie. And that's why, like, he's just fucking destroyed when Eddie dies. That's right. Remember, they're all the like... That yeah, wasn't a book. He did take it hard. He, yeah, well, they were besties. They yeah. were, yeah. So it's... In the movie, I think it's more references that he might be than in the book. Right. I totally forgot but about Bill that. Bill Hader, he sold that, man. Yeah. He was great at it. And they changed some of the career choices of the kids. Eddie was a taxi driver, chauffeur. Well, and oh, okay, here's here's one thing that that I noticed a change. And to be honest, it's only my personal wine because overall the character didn't really affect the story. Um, the writer, his wife, the actress. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember what her name was? No, I don't remember. Audra. Oh. Uh. In the book, when he, after he has the psychic battle with mm-hmm. Pennywise, Pennywise brings his wife in, gets his wife to come to, to the town. Yeah. And she's pretty much dead, but under Pennywise's control. Yeah. And he has to kill her. Okay, they omitted that. I understand why they omitted it. It really wasn't a strong plot point. Right. But I was like, wait, this is the first time that somebody my name's been oh. in, and she's a scary bitch. <laughs> Damn it. It would have definitely slowed things down, because they had so much ground well, to cover. Did. I mean, the yeah. movies... No, I understand I mean, completely the why they removed it. a bunch it. of stuff, and like, still three hours long. It was, it was a chapter, yeah. you know. husband was cut short. Yeah, oh, totally. Because didn't he show up, too? Yeah. He showed yep. up in the book, because too. Pennywise yep. the same thing with Yeah, with, yeah. Yep. Just kind of uses anything he can. Anything he can, because he knows he's losing. Mm-hmm. Or she, she knows she's losing. Thing they didn't do in the movie. Yeah, is yeah. she. Mentioned the A. And she was, yeah, she was breeding. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of how Pennywise was defeated in the movie? I, I, mean, it was, I mean, it's kind of what happens in the book. Mm-hmm. They just like take his power away by just not being afraid of him. Yeah. 
But, but the whole artifact thing with the Native American... Well, they have to speed it along, you know. Right. They, they have to cut corners. They have to. Right. I, even that was a three-hour movie. Yeah. Dude. Three hours, and it was so much stuff. I, I know... I get your gripes about it as a purist. I I'm get not it. hating on it, though. But but I see why they have to do it. They just had to speed stuff along. So they could have easily done three movies. But they could have, but it would have been too much. Audiences... See that? Yeah, exactly. I love that the actor that played Pennywise, oh, Bill Skarsgård, yeah. he actually can make his eyes do that. Yeah, yeah that's fucking old. And that Dude. lip is totally his. Yeah, and he's just drooling. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he was so good. I think the worst scene of that movie, the second one, was the first time. You get to see the kids again. It was a new scene. You could tell they didn't shoot this scene in the first movie. Right. But it was them, which they didn't show in the first movie, them in that special uh, hiding spot that they dug. Yeah, the clubhouse. The clubhouse, thank you. The first time they see them, it just felt like the kids were off. Like in the first movie, you could tell, oh, these guys were buddies. Right. Connection. But the first time they show them in the second one, it just felt off. They didn't feel connected at all. Maybe they filmed that before. I think they Early. filmed that again. Right. And and again. I'm sorry. I, 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 there's just something off. And I also know they had to use CG for the kids' faces. So they're getting older. Look. Because even, what's the fat kid's name? Ben? He's not when, fat anymore. Well, not the kid. Oh. When you see him run, the, you could tell he was a lot taller yeah. than the first movie. His legs oh, yeah. Well, taller. they're growing like freaking crazy yeah. at that age. So, so. I, I was thinking maybe... Since they had something on their faces because they do that for CG, mm-hmm. maybe they had to act a certain way. It can do certain things and not be natural, mm-hmm. and so they were off. But that was a worse thing in the movie for me. It just felt like the kids were off on some of the scenes. That's all to me. Generally, I like the movie. Oh yeah, um, yeah me too. My 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 uh, devil vagina magic podcast though this week was about my disappointment in the theater where I went to see it. Where'd you go? I went to, well, it's now AMC Theaters, but still Cinetopia. And I bought tickets online. They were all touting how you can order ahead and get food. And the old Cinetopia had, like, a bar and a wine bar and, like, actual food, like dinner, not, like, popcorn. And and Damon had warned me that AMC bought them, but he thought it was going to at least be regal theater right yeah and so like myself and like six or other people on my row all showed up like 45 minutes early because we were going to have like food and a couple of beers for this three-hour movie in the 21 and over theater that we thought had cocktail service and well you know um the last time i'd gone there in like april they did but now they closed everything, so... It's just a theater. It's just a theater, yeah. I'm like, and they had nachos and popcorn and not much candy. I'm like, really? You don't even have a, like, full theater? Yeah. I got last song. No. no. We all saw it on open. You saw it Friday. Yeah, I, I saw it I, I, I saw it, it Sunday. Yeah. Day, so we're all like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I went and saw it, and uh, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, and... Um, it you was know, visually I stunning. To say, okay. I wasn't a hundred percent happy with the ending. I I wanted him to be more brutal to him, you know, because you know they got him to shrink. But I don't know. Maybe the insults need to be a little harsher. 
You know? Oh, I, don't know. oh, I see. That's because okay. they're all I yelling at him. Like, and... We're adults watching this. We can insult each other pretty hardcore. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the, the thing, the, <laughs> one of the things is like in the book and the and the telling of this version, they flipped it because the book starts with them as adults. That's right. And then unravels throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And I understand if they're making two movies, that back and forth would be completely lost in continuity and people would be like I you know you couldn't follow it. Right. It would be worse than like if they actually did Game of Thrones per the book. <laughs> you know. Um so I recognize why they did it is here's the kids version, here's the adults version. More sense. Yeah. They're not delivering it all at once. Right. Which would have been like a 5 hour movie. Right. Um, and there was well, it scene. is a six-hour movie almost, so, yeah. you know, if you put them due to Gaia. The, yeah. um, there was one green screen shot that I thought was terrible, and it's funny because they've done the exact same shot in the first one. They didn't do a green screen, but it was James McAvoy looking down the same rain um, drain that Georgie died in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it was looking at Bill, it just felt like he was in a green room. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little flat. Yeah. It just, come on, guys. You know, I know you have the fucking money, and you did it in the first movie. That's the, like we were talking about earlier. Sometimes it's a bad edit. Yeah. It's a bad edit. Is that what it was? Yeah. I like the scene. He was, he was dealing with it the worst of everybody because. When he was following that kid around to the music park. And oh, yeah, like, losing his shit. What are you doing shit. here? Are yeah. you following me? <laughs> right. Get away. Get away and, I did not, and that was another thing. I did not expect that kid to get eaten. No, he doesn't die in the book. <laughs> no. Bill sees him once yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, he got that kid. And so, they were not pleasant about it. He no, they're not fucking chunk. around. <laughs> Blood everywhere and, then, <laughs> and we're done. So. But generally, I liked it. Four out of five. My wife didn't like it. I almost said Sandy, then I almost said Mandy. Nancy didn't like <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, she didn't like it. She likes the first one, but Nancy didn't like what is it. She, what didn't she not like about it? Uh, just didn't, wasn't happy with the ending. Oh, wow. And just, she thought it was boring. Oh, wow, yeah. I wasn't bored. I was high as shit, too, when I saw this. Oh, dude, I was, I was blitz. I was, too. No, I wasn't. No? Nor was I drunk, because I went there <laughs> with the intention of eating some food. I would have been happy to knock down 30 bucks on a meal and a couple of beers, instead of paying 14 bucks for some shitty nachos and a drink. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, like, going to stuff some White Claws in my purse with that. Nah, I don't want to be Kentucky trash. And then all the fucking women in my row, we were like, we were going to put... No- yeah. <laughs> Shit. I, I have no problem sneaking food in. Well, I didn't think I had to. Charge. Yeah. It's fucking... It's fair as fair. I went to Regal, and they just fucking plump commercials in their face. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm paying 14 bucks for all. I, you should... Uh, how often would you say you go to the movies? A month? Maybe, maybe once a month. Okay, then I, mean, I guess it wouldn't make sense to do it then. The movie I have pass? The, I have the, no, the movie pass, actually, the movie pass just went out of business Saturday, <laughs> last Saturday. <laughs> they were done. It was a fucking horribly thing that could not be sustained. It was a great idea, but it executed poorly. I have one for Regal. Yeah. It was Regal Theaters only. And it, uh, if, you go, if I go to the movies twice in a month, it pays for itself. How much is it? Uh, there's tiers. I have the $21 a month tier. Yeah, two movies a month. Maybe, uh, the biggest thing once my daughters are growing up more. Yeah. 
that's big one too because she only goes to school three days a week so I can't yeah I see I go to probably <laughs> I probably see three four movies a month then now. if I was doing that then yeah I would definitely do that I like going to movies yeah of course you have bad experience with talkers see here's my deal yeah I got a decent size my TV's at least as big as yours right yes mine's a uh, 55 okay so I got a 55 inch TV mm-hmm. I got snacks I got drinks. I got my jammies. I got ain't nobody around me. I don't find parking. Um, I don't, you know. Oh wait, I'll pay five ninety nine on Amazon, or a dollar seventy five at Redbox. If it's a movie that's gonna get me to the theater, it's gonna have to have a reason for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I think the movies <coughs> great for like it or Marvel. Right. Movies. Exactly. Not independent drama. No. Stuff like there was that. I'll wait for that. With Woody Harrelson and... Oh, yeah. That's, that was, that was a, Costner. Was great, yeah. It was yeah. a great movie, but I waited for Netflix. It went straight to Netflix. It was yeah. a Netflix original. But that's original. the kind of movie... Yeah. I don't want to see... I'm not going to pay 15 bucks to see that. Yeah, theater. exactly. I don't need to. If, yeah. if, if, if it... Yeah. Seeing fucking uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. that you need to see in theaters. Right. Well, I actually saw it on my TV and wasn't disappointed, but... Endgame? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't see it at all in the theaters. It was so funny. Um, that movie has the number well, she, one scene she, of all movies. In oh, dude, that was fucking. That was the shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> all right, we're, yeah, we're, we're totally. Here's another podcast. Um, but I think that's it. Then I think we. I liked it too. Uh, we all liked it. it. And mm-hmm. next month, uh, and I read that. One. I don't want to say good. too much, but I think we're all kind of on agreement. The uh, Village of the Damned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 1960 versus, uh, I think, 95. Oh, we'll, we'll look for sure. So that'll be our big Halloween one. I got a couple things planned for the big, it's a big show. So uh, see you next month. See you guys. It's been fun. Shoots.